Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? Damage Per Second Podcast, DPS Podcast, episode 156. Man, we're getting <laughs> old in here. This podcast is ancient. This podcast got great. This podcast is gray hairs. Got gray hairs. That's how. That's how. That's how long <laughs> we going with this pause. But we, hey, we, it's gonna. It's been a good ride, and we gonna keep. We gonna keep ro- rolling with it. Ain't that right, Forte? Yeah, that's right, man. It's that's three hundred. That's three three uh three hundred. Jesus, uh, that's three years. If I remember correctly, almost almost three Has years worth of shows. Wow, yeah, fifty two weeks. Yeah, fifty two weeks in a year. Episode three, uh, one fifty six. Three years. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it a buck with you. It don't even feel like it's been three years since we started doing this, man. It really doesn't. Wow. It doesn't feel feel that long at all. So I'm, I'm, I'm no. glad. I'm glad we've been doing it, man. Like, like glad to have you with you. And we also have our probably the reigning returning guest that we've all, all, always had. Agent Deli in the house, Eric Jackson in the house. Deli, how you doing, bro? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? I've just been busy at work, so I've been able to finally carve out some a little bit of time here. I'll be with you guys for about 40 or 50 minutes. Uh, I may be able to rejoin you guys, but uh, chances are I'll probably just be stuck in meetings and stuff. Hey, hey completely fine. Yeah, we we understand. We, we understand you're a very, very busy developer, you know, so yeah, so, man in so, demand. <laughs> right. So we, we, we have the <laughs> the main the, the main topic, uh, the, the VGA tomfoolery is the first topic so that you can kind of, you know, get your bars off. Uh, that other voice you guys heard is Mr. Eric Jackson. What's up, man? How's it going, Eric? It's been what a minute. Is. Yeah, it's been too long, man. It's been too long. Um, happy to be back. You know, I always love kicking it with you guys, but uh, I figured this would be a good week to, to make a return. So I'm ready to get into it with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Forte, what you been up to, bro? Oh, uh, man. Battlefield, working, uh, breaking in a new puppy, which is probably the hardest thing of all things. Have you- How many is that? How many is that now, Forte? How many puppies now? This is my How many dogs? Hurt. Uh well I only have one now because my Chihuahua passed away earlier this year. Uh, so but the most but this is this see my wife is one of those people that won't allow me to get the dog I want so I had to give her what she wanted so I can coerce her into the one that I want later. <laughs> so right. we, we will be this is some we, long term long term gaslighting. Absolutely, absolutely, and I told yeah, her. This is- this is what you want. He's playing the long game. Yeah, yeah. She, you, said, you, you said you 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 said you wanted a dachshund, right? You wanted a dachshund? I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I can get you one. I said, you know, uh, that just means I'm gonna get my husky in a in a uh, in a year, right? You know, we gonna we gonna, we gonna roll with this dog. She said, yeah, I guess if you do okay, I'll let you get your husky in a year. I was like, yes, so I can name him Yoshi and be over with. So that's 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 the that's the end goal. But that's what the I've been doing. The end goal is to have a dog named Yoshi. That's all you care the about. End, yeah, dude. I dude. Listen, Yoshi <laughs> is my favorite Mario character, and there is no other dog that I can think of other than like a Shinu Inu or something, Shiba Inu or something like that, which is pretty much in a husky family anyway. I'm just trying to think of any other dog that would look like a Yoshi. And when I see a husky, I'm like, yo white uh, i want to i either want a gray hair or a white husky with green eyes 
and I wanted to name him. I want no. Green that's my that's green eyes. Yeah, man. super specific, brother. Yeah, no, no, he's, like, he's, he's got to have green. a white strip, you know, well, on his green forehead eyes. going in between <laughs> his eyes. Green eyes is like, well, listen, green. Yeah, he, had, he had to lose the fucking acne guy. <laughs> you know, listen, there's no such thing as a green dog. So you know, green eyes. I'll take hazel. Hazel is like a, is like the closest you'll get to well, it. Well, we're, we're we're glad you're flexible on the eye color of your next yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, definitely so flexible. The eye color in that dog, but, that's but so, listen, that's so crazy, that, man. Just like my just just like my wife wants to name the do- name, uh, she wanted to name our our dog Carlos, and I was like, no, his name is Cooper. We gonna leave his name as Cooper, um, and um, he's he's awesome. But the only thing that kills me last night, he had me up to three o'clock in the morning because I gave him a shower. I gave him a shower. I gave him a bath last night. And he's like still getting used to us. Like he's been here like three weeks, but he gets super excited when you get around him. And mm-hmm. he'll like, he'll like do that submission roll where he'll roll over on his back and put his, you know, his, his stand up belly. in the air. Yeah, mm-hmm. show you his belly and everything. And then when you get too close to him, he'll he'll like get excited. He'll start tinkling on himself. And I'm like, stop doing huh? this. Why you do this? I was like, he was like, why are you nervous? Are you excited? Why are you tinkling on yourself? So uh, literally, this, la- is, this is a very odd uh, story that you're telling on the video no, game yeah. con- podcast. No, yeah, but, but no, it's, it's just a th- for listen. It's it's just the thing that it can- like. Listen, like when you well, we was on the phone earlier today, I was dead tired, bro. I. I felt bad because I, I almost, you know, cause you don't hit your dogs or stuff nowadays, but I kind of yelled at them real hard. And I was like, why are you doing this stuff doing? It was like sleepy in the morning and stuff. So I put him outside. He went off into the backyard and walked into the corner. Normally he comes right back up to the door, but he would, he didn't come back to the door. And I'm like, where the hell is he at? So I go outside and look, and he's like cowering in the corner because I raised my voice mm-hmm. at him. So he was like, wait a minute. You've never raised your voice at me in three weeks of me being here. I'm scared of you now. So now I feel all bad, and I'm laying on a couch with him. I, I I don't even put him back in his little his little sleepy room until he gets like starts licking me and stuff to get to make him feel like it's okay. So it was just a bad time last night. My dog, my dog got me by the balls right now because he's so adorable and I love him. But yeah, that's that's all I've been kind of doing. And um, you my know, favorite, oh, we played my favorite DPS member from now on. You shout out to him, <laughs> you know, shout out to him, Cooper, Cooper, yep. Cooper shout, Trooper. Shout, shout out to Cooper, the first DPS dog. <laughs> oh, we played Remnant, and we yeah right, we played Remnant last night for a little bit. That's the other thing I did. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I got some footage. Uh, I think I recorded it. Yeah, I got some footage of Remnant. I got uh, some Rem- too. Uh, Remnant DLC, The Awakened King. Uh, we didn't really get very far. We just did a dungeon, and, and a that was a long dungeon though. I was like, what it is was, this dungeon so long? long. Uh, it was partially long because we got lost. But other than that, like, it, yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was it was uh it was a good time though. It was a good time. Oh, you know like, what gameplay I do have? Could. You know what gameplay I do have? Um, Slomo. What's that? I have the gameplay of um, you walking behind me and saying that I bumped you off of the almost you bumped you off bump, the ledge. You bumped me didn't. off. You bumped me off the ledge. You, you nearly killed me. Is what you nearly did. All it's, right. it's, it's, Tune in to episode one fifty seven next week, where I will show in a video <sighs> that that did not happen. And anyway, guess what? It's anyway. beautiful because I have comms too. The comms are open on it, so you can actually hear Slobo say, "You almost killed me," and I'm like, well, "What the hell are you talking about? You behind well, me?" Knowing how how you normally operate the pod. 
podcast. The comms would be open over us talking the entire time. But anyway, anyway, oh my Eric, God, stop it, Eric. Yes, we, what you been playing, man? We, 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 we got me on the clock. You know, we've we've lost ten of the forty minutes uh, talking about dog piss so far. So, so <laughs> what, you, what you been playing, Eric? Uh, I've been I've been kind of busy, like uh, like with, with house stuff. Um, you know, we're still in the midst of <laughs> repairs from that flood that we had back in March. And oh, I think yeah, that we're yeah, finally hitting right. the home stretch. So yes, yeah, so I've been kind of busy with that. I was gonna start Alan Wake two, and I was like, you know what? That's that could be a little bit involved. I don't know if my head is there for that just yet. So I, I put that on hold for a bit, and I went back, never finished. Make, make, um, make sure Luigi's you're well Mansion rested. Man, make sure you're well rested <laughs> before you start Alan Wake two. Okay. Just well, you know, me. actually, I, let me. <laughs> I know how you feel about the game. I'm, I'm gonna give you. You know, I'll give you my honest that's thoughts cool, on that. You cool. know, I'm an Alan Wake fan. So you know how, for I, game of the year, buddy. Uh, yeah, you know, like, it better not be game of the year. I, I'm going to have all. I hope it. Fit. I hope it does. <laughs> which game? Which game? Y'all say <laughs> Alan Wake. Alan Wake too. Alan Wake too. Oh man, did you finish it, slow mo? Heck no! Like said, you know I ain't, uh, look. So slow mo gonna finally have a game of the year that he ain't gonna finish. Three streams. Uh, and I've probably got about f- nearly five hours in the game, and and yeah, I don't. Still I, early. I, He's still early. I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah. Hey, how yeah. you still early at five hours? So that's because slow mo's just slow walking this game. He keep talking is boring. He's like, who's he nodding was off? He, wait, whose yeah. stream was he? He was watching somebody else's stream. We were talking about it, and he was like, "Hey, is that does that game get any any action happening in that game? How long does it take for it to pick up?" <laughs> I'm forgetting and, 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 and couldn't yeah, no, nobody give me an exact number or, or which chapter, and I'm just like, you know, I mean, it, look, it, it's had a little bit of action, but it's just, oh man, it's so it's this so one is tedious, more cerebral, right? More like it's more cerebral, so so to speak. It's all about Sam Lee right? talking to you, man. Sam Lee trying to tell well, you. With that, but with that, like leading into trying to get in, um, started and get into it, um, I went back because I had never actually done the uh, the all uh, DLC for Control. Oh, AWE. So okay, yeah, I yeah. went back. Yeah. yeah, so I went back and, and, and took care of that. Because again, that's I was a was great a remedy game. Stuff. I love Control. Yeah, yeah. Control is fantastic, awesome. man. If people are sleeping on it, definitely go play Control. And um, and hell, even you know, like I know Quantum Break catches some some heat. I like Quantum Break until the end of the game because at the end of the game, it's, your powers meant nothing. Yeah, that final boss like, fight. You know, you're basically was, that was terrible. Yeah, this you're is running in a square. Fight. You you hide, oh, then you hide, you go you do damage then you go hide in the bathroom, and then you yeah, you're, yeah, running, out you're running the, from the you're running from the light right basically yeah, yeah. Like that, right yeah it's, it's so, <laughs> like, what I'm am I supposed like, to do here yeah so y'all ain't gonna be talking junk about control control was a fun game I yeah. like that no, game control was fantastic the DLC was great we're talking about oh no 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 quantum break was a fun game too I like that game quantum break is a really fun it's a really fun game the boss battle. The, the end boss, boss battle fight, was yeah. kind of stupid. Yeah, that I was like, what is this? Running a square? That's basically what you were doing the whole time. Yeah, just run from the guys. Uh, don't get trapped in his in the, in the, the, the I think it was like orange light or something like that. The little orange light where he could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that was basically it. I was like, okay, that was that was like a lackluster end for a game that gave you all these cool abilities and stuff. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. Dude, stylistically, stylistically, that game still. Man, every time I booted up, like I finally did buy it on PC just to like you know get a better you know because the frame mm-hmm. rate wasn't all that great when we played it on <laughs> on original Xbox. It was kind of trash, so I finally bought it on PC and started playing. And I was like, yeah, this stylistically, 
Remini knows how to make a game. It, it, oh, yeah, that's sure, sure. that's the one thing I will always give them when they come because most most developers they really it's like you can kind of tell their style from game to game and when it's like heavy in the action you can really see it compared to Alan Wake where like you said it's more you know inducive to like you know the writing and just the storytelling it's a little bit slower pace uh, so it just yeah. depends on what kind of remedy game you like playing is kind of and they have this up there for everybody with with those two three games that they came out with absolutely absolutely and they all have like that different that different vibe different flavor even though you know you can tell they're in that that same realm in a way um mm-hmm. but they definitely have like a different flavor but uh but with that you know again with the whole alan wake thing i realized too that i had never actually played through completely on um, american nightmare so I went back. I said, okay, I don't want to take too much of my time. So I played that as well. So yeah, it's been like a lot of Alan Wade. That and like I was saying before, um, Luigi's Mansion 3, never finished that. So I jumped back into that. Just quick little hit games, you know? Oh, I'd actually started that one before Spider-Man 2 as like my, you know, my spooky season Halloween game. Mm. And um, just kind of ran out of time before Spider-Man 2 dropped. So I probably was going back and finishing that off. And then I'll get into Alan Wade 2, hopefully. Like over Thanksgiving or something. Cool, cool, cool. And we'll see. You know, I'll keep it a book. I'm not feeling. I'm not going to Alan Wake cap even as a fan. I'll let you know. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. That's what. That's that's what I like about Harry. Die, die. What have you been playing? If you have you had time to play anything uh, outside of Alan Wake that you go over here? Just Alan Wake too, man. I just been playing a hell of a lot of Alan Wake too. Uh, I know uh, BG3 is getting a physical release here soon, so I'll probably be picking that up yeah, again. Just having as a physical okay. release uh started the new modern warfare 3 um nice. so yeah it's just been basically playing the uh just been playing some of the new releases but yeah alan wake was the one that caught me the absolute most and as a person who absolutely hated the original that? alan wake um i i think alan wake 2 is a huge step up nice mm. uh, okay well, you know what? Since we're, we're, we're since we're discussing games that have been nominated for game of the year why don't we just go ahead and just get on into it? So let's let's discuss the video game awards, and and first I, before we start looking at the actual like like nominees, um, who what, what do we think is going to be the actual like winner, and then and you know for for, for the actual like top spot the, the the actual game of the year. What do we what do we thinking, uh, um, Eric? What are your what are your thoughts on that? I'm st- actually I'm still leaning. I kind of think Tears of the Kingdom is probably going to take it overall. If, if not, well, you know what? Let me let me back that up. I, let me yeah, definitely let me back that up. Uh, BG three most likely because it's just been the game that okay. overall has had the longevity of being a part of the you know the lexicon, the talk, the zeitgeist as you as you will. So. Mm-hmm. If it's not that, I definitely think it'll be Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I I think based upon what he said already, I, I have an idea from Agent Deli. But Deli, what, what is your, your what is your pick officially? Uh, my official pick would be Alan Wake Two. I think that's the probably the game that exudes the most uniqueness and also has pushed the boundaries between media interactive media and, and game design and and just gaming as a whole um i think it's just there are very few developers if if probably you can count on one hand 
uh how unique their games are and how just like how uh unashamed that they are to be that way and it's it's basically sam lake and kojima that there are only two out here uh in the markets you know mm-hmm. um and in in its current day i think that we should really celebrate those kinds of artistic uh endeavors i'm not saying that bg3 doesn't deserve it i think bg3 is definitely my second pick and then tears of the kingdom would be my, my third pick but to alan wake's regard i think that the departure from the first into the second it, into survival horror and definitely heightening that marriage between interactive media and and gaming is pretty awesome and it, it should definitely be uh, awarded just on that alone and then mm. bg3 is like the reason why i put that in second place is because um like a lot of the systems and the stuff that we saw in bg3 we saw in, in divinity original sin 2 um so i don't necessarily think that it's uh new like in the in the terms of like um stuff that larian has been doing for years now um mm. so that's why i think that bg3 would be my number two spot and then tears of the kingdom would be essentially the same uh, i think that tears of the kingdom while it's absolutely fantastic in the physics department and and player agency i think that's uh well pa- player agency and puzzles not player agency and narrative but i think that um when it comes to actual gameplay i think that breath of the wild it's it's not something too far from what we've seen from breath of the wild um and i don't think that that's was necessarily enough for me to give it game of the year i think that it, it does deserve a lot um but just not game of the year especially this year with so many heavy hitters um yeah i i just think alan wake too i just love it so much and uh like i said coming from somebody who absolutely hated the original alan wake i think that too is a game that was just shameless in in being the next level of like what it is not only technologically um but just like as an art piece okay forte oh man this is a three card race man alan wake bg uh bg3 or tears you know me i love tears and the biggest thing with tears was i and this was back when before the game came out i want to say in february we would talk and we'd say hey if we you know what are they going to do to make that game different and they basically fixed everything <laughs> like any issue you had a breath of the wild got fixed in this game and they found a way to kind of vary the gameplay enough to kind of to make it feel different now i agree with delhi you know when it comes to like everything else it's not too far away from what breath was and and breath was such a paradigm shift from what a zelda game normally was I don't know if tears is going to do that again when it comes to that, especially with how strong games are right now. Um, BG, BG three. I don't know that game. I just ain't into games like that. So it's just hard for me to even, I know like if you go to like just the reception of the game, it, it feels like it's everything. It feels like it's that games to lose basically, but the little bit I played of Alan wake, <laughs> like i put like four hours into it that game is actually like surprisingly good like really good like just the overall atmosphere the ambience of the game um the storytelling if you're especially if you're into that type of storytelling it's really really cool it's really easy to follow along with and i think the biggest thing that it really comes down to is of the 
of the people that are or of the um of the the people that are going to be doing the voting on this award are there going to be more people that's going to probably enjoy alan wake or is it going to be more people that's going to enjoy the bgs the bg uh boulders gate three type gameplay so uh, it's a it's 120 media outlets so you have to that, that, you have to think about yeah, that's, that that's as what well, i'm saying too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of people that's it's a lot of media outlets that's going to be reviewing. I mean, that's going to be doing the, you know, the voting on this. We could pretty much say all of them probably for the most part, the majority, because Nintendo titles kind of just everybody plays Nintendo titles. So everybody, all those media outlets have probably somebody that definitely played them. But there's probably some studio outlets that didn't even play BGS3. It I'm fairly is. certain that there's a lot of people uh, who voted that didn't play some of the games that are oh, nominated. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Games oh, yeah. They didn't play because look, we, there are, I mean, it's, we've, we've heard from voters who have said some things that have alluded yeah. to that point. Um, for myself, I, I'm, I think, I think tears of the kingdom's going to win and this is just purely just oh that's where, I, that's where i'm at by the way with the actual finally you finally answered the question you spoke like five minutes and didn't answer well no anyway. because it's because it's <laughs> it's because it's 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 up it's really up in like what i think is going to win and compared to what's going to win is two different things okay that's fine you know, yeah because really. i because I, I say like you know the way like like you know die like laid it out like if he was running an, an award show if he, i think yours would be like legit because it would be based around what the merits of these games are but well, I mean, we all we know how it is with like popularity i'm not gonna act I mean, like listen, it isn't there's two yeah listen, there's two yeah. nintendo titles in there not saying that mario wonder don't deserve to be in there it is one of the best games that came out this year but there's two Nintendo titles in there amongst all of these other great games that came Actually, out that year. And to be fair, I, I, I want to say that every game in this category that's nominated deserves to be there. Deserve to be there, right? Yeah, like oh, it's so, really, really hard this year. No, but hold, your, but your breakdown of it all makes all makes sense if you're talking about you know the merits of the like of the titles. You know what I'm saying? Like what they do and what they what they don't do. Right. Like to right. me, I mean, yeah. to me, recognizing a game that delivers an absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields like that it's like such a hard thing to choose mm-hmm. but if you really had to come down to nitty-gritty i think marvel's spider-man 2 is the only one that doesn't really do anything different uh from from its predecessor uh everything else mm-hmm. like resident evil 4 the re engine's great i mean some of the new stuff is awesome um you know some of the new uh gameplay sequences are absolutely stunning you know the design is most of the same but to be fair i mean that's also like a remake thing you know mario wonder is a great party game tears of the kingdom is absolutely fantastic when it comes to actual like puzzle solving like just you know people were literally getting engineering degrees for free in the game and i just i'm over here like oh my god like i would i would never be able to measure up to any anything anybody made up on the internet you know uh and then of course bg3 i mean like it's it's a it's an absolute riot of a video game you know and especially yes, at the height of D and D's popularity, I, I think that BG three is yeah. is just really just a wonderful entry in, into the world of mainstream. My, my entire mm-hmm. uh, decision to choose Tears of the Kingdom has nothing to do with any of these games whatsoever. I never even played that game. I have played. Uh, 
I've played half the games uh, on this list. I've played Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. I haven't played Resident Evil 4 or the or the Nintendo games, but I chose Tears of the Kingdom strictly because... To make me happy, past, thank you. No, not really. Uh, because for the <laughs> past nine years, for the past nine years, every Game of the Year winner for this award show has released before July. So the last time a game won Game of the Year from this award show, and it, it was after July, was Dragon Age Inquisition that released in November of 2014. Oh, God so of War did. Yeah. God of War came out in April. Oh, yeah. God of War Ragnarok is yeah, the one that came out in November. Yeah, and that seems to be the, like a criticism people keep throwing at, at Keely. Like, like the, yeah, so when these right. games come in, the cutoffs and stuff like that, like, yeah. you know, some games just get omitted based off off of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you right. can't. You can't that's interesting, that, you, you, you can't say the cutoff is literally tomorrow. Yet you've already got your nominees out. So what? 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 what cutoff? It, it, you already had an unofficial cutoff. But regard, yeah. I think Zelda is the only game on this list that came out before July. And so that's why I just I just chose Zelda just based off of prior experiences. Uh, I, I think that's the one that's going to win, not because it deserves it more than the other games, just because that's just the way it's been with this award show for the past nine years. Now, a question mm-hmm. I have for you guys. There is one missing and, game off this list that should have been there that's not, but we'll... Hey, yeah, we, we, we about to get it. There we go. It's like it's like we need it's this like question, only the best-selling game of the year. Horny. This question's <laughs> going to go to Delhi first. Are there any snubs here? Are there? Is, I don't think. There any I don't think there's a single snub. Snubbed? No. Really? I, I know that the the hot topic here, the hot goss on the street, is uh, a Hogwarts Legacy needs to be nominated. And to be frank with you, I don't. I don't think Hogwarts Legacy deserves to be nominated. Really. Um, at, a, in, at least in game of the year i mean i'll, I'll give them uh, do they RPG, deserve, yeah i was gonna say do know? they deserve a nomination because i mean <laughs> i mean <laughs> like, yeah i mean it, you know there's a conscious effort yeah you, you can you can give deserve. them a nomination yeah. on everything but I, I don't think that they deserve game of the year um please explain as a game what are your thoughts on the game i mean i haven't played it so i'm not gonna act like my opinion holds like that much weight right how, um, how can you feel it doesn't deserve to be nominated you haven't played it i mean i've played pretty much every other game except for mario wonder on this list uh every other game and i and i don't think that that experience from from what i've seen and from what you guys talk about i don't think that experience is something that's uh is close to any of these experiences on this list well i haven't played those nintendo games because I don't like those guys. <laughs> I don't well, like you can't that, say anything because you, you you just nominated Tears of the Kingdom and you haven't sure even played it. Look, look, so yeah, I don't want to see any finger pointing. I nominated it based upon their prior history, not because the oh, game man. I felt deserved it. But I yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. what, I like Hogwarts Legacy more than Alan Wake 2. I, get, I mean, oh. I see that. I, I understand that. From the from your gripes from Alan Wake 2, I, I can understand that. I understand why people don't like Alan Wake 2. It's definitely a, a slow burner in that, well, in that literal sense. Yeah, and... Yeah. and, 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 and th- th- go ahead, go ahead. 
No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like, when it comes to, to Hogwarts Legacy, my my thoughts are that, like, yeah, I, I can see it be nominated for game of the year but i can under also understand with so much competition and so many so many high quality games that came out this year why it wouldn't get nominated specifically for this category but for it to get zero nominations especially yeah. when there are categories <laughs> where clearly there are games that have were nominated for certain categories that like just like what were you thinking even putting that there it doesn't make it. I can see it being nominated for best art direction because the game's beautiful and it compl- it perfectly realized what the Harry Potter universe looks like in the movies as well as like just in yep. general. Like it looks great. It looks fantastic. And yeah, and then keep it a buck, Lamo. If it if it wasn't for the JK controversy, people would be all over that game as far as a licensed game and what it yes. does and, and and highlighting everything about that world. It has everything a Potter fan, maybe not even a Potter fan, would love as far as just being in, in that wizarding world. Yeah, so people you know, need to keep also, that a buck. Also, like best sound. I think I think it it, it, it could have yeah. got nominated for best sound as well. But to to get to that point about you know the the, the reason why. It didn't get any nominations. I, I I just gotta call out the hypocrisy of it all because you oh, have man. a game mm-hmm. that that you know we we saw people in games media campaigning against this game back in February. We saw people trying to shame other people for reviewing the game or giving it high marks. We actually saw people out here creating websites so they can track content creators who were making YouTube videos or streaming the game on Twitch so they could bully them. We saw this concerted effort among people in games media only for everyone to, to give them, you know, every middle finger they got, go out and buy the game. Now it's the highest selling game that's come out this year and it still got great reviews, even though there were people who are within Metacritic who openly and proudly said they 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 basically ished all over the game's review and didn't actually review the game for what it was simply because of J.K. Rowling. I read a review where the woman gave it a 3 out of 10 and the entire review, 95% of her is her, her complaining about J.K. Rowling who had nothing to do with actually making the game. Meanwhile, we have two, not one, but freaking two games here. They are nominated for game of the year, created by Nintendo, who nearly 10% of Nintendo is owned by a company that is the basically the arm of Saudi Arabia, a country that mm-hmm. openly, openly harasses, threatens, harms, and kills people, trans people, but then we have these people who are doing all this performative stuff about uh, comments J.K. Rowling made on Twitter. So you 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 could be all performative and hey, we're gonna you're, we're gonna boycott this game that you ain't want to play in the first place. But when it comes to games that you actually wanted to play, oh, you're completely silent. You're completely silent about the fact that that company that's ran by Saudi Arabia that kills trans people also owns 
nearly 10% of Nintendo owns portions of Embracer, owns portions of Capcom, which is also up here too. That's half the Game of the Year nominees. Represented and, and supported. And you put your money in and supporting a, a, a country that's doing all that. But yeah, J.K. Rowling, y'all hypocrites, bro. Just straight up, you're yep. all hypocrite. They're all hypocrites. They're trash. I, you got no respect or or integrity. And I don't want to hear anything they guys say about. Oh well, you know we 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 looked at these nominees and shut up. You ain't look at nothing. Okay. The so, lack of integrity yeah. is is staggering, honestly, because like it's it's almost as if it's like like a yearly thing, right? Like yeah. it's if you just look at the metrics, right? It sold well. It did well. It's a licensed product. That, I mean, those just normally don't do well in general, right? Like it's in that era, in this era of like licensed products, like you have licensed products that just sell like a couple bucks and, you know, they're cheap and cheap to make and they flip, you know, like King Kong, Godzilla games, little things like that. But here you have a licensed product that's selling, uh, you know, AAA, genuine AAA numbers. You know, J.K. Rowling doesn't. I don't. I don't actually know how much money she makes from the license, but I can't imagine she makes a lot. I, I, I was I heard I for certain, but I heard she get she got paid a flat fee for the license. So yeah, of, so there's so, really it's really a non-factor. It's not like yeah. my you know what I mean. I mean I've had game devs friends like I have an actual friend that had worked on the game that got laid off. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where you have so much you you have genuinely a lot bigger things in the world going on right now, and you choose yeah. to yeah. to to stand by something. Uh, somebody said, you know, and it's like, okay, cool. But at the end of the day, like what it has, what that has to do with actual gaming is very little, right? It'd be a different story if this is a game that came out of JK Rowling's pocket. And this is a game that directly funds her next house or her next car or takes care of her children. None of this does that, any of that. Right. Uh, so there is a certain point. There is a certain level where you, you know you guys are drinking the kool-aid like you guys are riding the bandwagon you guys are saying like well this is the cool thing cool and popular thing to do two weeks right. later you guys are doing other things and yeah. it's yeah it's just really blatant at this point uh it's disgusting it's, it's disgusting behavior you know um us uh, my feelings aside about how it, it would perform a game of the year category um i think it should have at least been nominated at least once if not for best art uh, like for rpg um, because it actually has mm-hmm. RPG, actually has RPG mechanics. <laughs> it, you know, like don't get me started on some of these nominees. It's like actual RPG mechanics. Um, you know, but you know, um, so it should at least be nominated in that. You know, my feelings aside, just just for this game of the year category, I don't believe that it should be nominated for game of the year. Uh, I know Resident Evil Four is in here, and that you know, that's, that colors it. Yeah, you know, I feel like maybe I should I should like be a little bit lenient just because Resident Evil 4 is here. Um but genuinely at the end of the day having like no nominations is just really disrespectful, especially on a game that sold that had critical acclaim and and uh a commercial success as well too. Like that you can't you genuinely just can't ignore that. You know, it'd be a different story if like Spider-Man 2 sold like 2 million copies or Alan Wake 2 sold like one and a half million copies is like okay obviously it doesn't matter about critical success but all of these games up here have made a butt ton of money and they're all rated like eight they're all rated eight out of ten or higher which is something that's if you look at those two metrics uh hogwarts legacy follows under those two metrics so i'm gonna tell you the interesting thing the thing that made me really start and i started this probably about 
a couple of weeks ago when we started talking about you know hardware's being taken out and i said if they had the balls they would put it in there it is not just because of just the game being good itself it was mostly dude like it's the, it's like the elden ring effect it was like i never had so think about this is a nintendo platform we know that third party really doesn't sell a nintendo like that there were people like a lot of people and it was like on message boards and everything because every time they delayed the switch version of the game people were like oh my god when is it coming out the game came out in february they delayed it to april then they delayed it to july then they delayed delayed it to august and then they finally gave the final release date said it's coming out in november i had so many people like normally people just cancel their pre-orders like, hey, I'm gonna cancel my pre-order. I don't know when this game's coming. It may not come out at all. A lot of people kept their pre-orders. And guess what? They just went out and bought systems to play it on. But I sold so many copies of Hogwarts Legacy on the Switch. It felt like a first party title almost. Like, I'm not gonna say it sold Tears of the Kingdom numbers like mm -hmm. that, but it was still hundreds. Like, like, just literally the fact that I almost sold out of it. Like I had quite a bit of, I had like over like a hundred of 150 something like that and we came real close to like running out and the game just came out what friday last week You're on the so, switch you mean yeah yeah on the, yeah, on yeah, the, on the switch. switch so for me that's that speaks volumes where on a platform on a platform that traditionally third party doesn't do nowhere near as well as first party does that that game is a driving force of why it's selling it's even selling better because remember it's like slow-mo you sent me the the um the what's the name from hope from them i'm talking about now it's the number one selling game of 2023 yeah, yeah they, they didn't they give did numbers the, but but they, they made it a part of their marketing so they definitely yeah. know the numbers themselves and it's, exactly yeah. So it was 15, point, 15 plus million all the way up basically until yesterday or something like that or today. So now, you know, we Tears of the Kingdom is confirmed as of right now to be at like 19.5. They haven't put any numbers out for it since like, I want to say August. So we don't know if it's any higher than that yet, but for the, the numbers that are out there, it's at 19.5. So Hogwarts has got to be across 20 million now. And it just lets you kind of know just the power of that of that game. I agree with you, Delhi. I don't think it is a game that, you know, well, I disagree. I do think it should be in the game of year because I feel like it did exactly is doing exactly what Elden Ring did last year. Mm -hmm. It's it stayed in it stayed in the mind, it stayed in my share for the entire year. Like it, it was pretty incredible. And then on top of that, if Resident Evil's in there, bro. <laughs> and right, it's not right. that Resident Evil's a bad game because it is because like like you know to answer Sloan's question earlier, I don't think anything got really snubbed out of the game of the year conversation because there was a lot of games that should have been in there. But you know, when you start throwing remakes in there and then you throw two Nintendo games, and, and I told people when they added when when I played Mario Wonder back in August, I was like, dude. This game is going to be part of the game of the year conversation because it's that good. And even knowing, knowing, saying that to myself, I was like, dang, that means Nintendo's going to have two titles in there. So what's going to, who's going to really get snubbed? But I didn't expect them to put something like Resident Evil in there too. So that's just taking a spot away from, I mean, I guess you're not taking a spot because they deserve to be there. 
but that's why I feel like Hogwarts kind of just really did get messed over. And it wasn't just because the game wasn't good. It's because people made a conscious effort not to put it in there. Is it nothing? Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that game didn't deserve something. So y'all made a conscious right. effort to basically say this game didn't exist this year. Right. It should have. It should have at least been nominated for something because i'm going to be honest with you, if you if we look back on on this year there are a lot of games that that were critically critically acclaimed and commercially successful that just slipped my mind you know like i just i didn't think about it you know like metroid prime remake i didn't think about it Duh. played it mm -hmm. thought it was awesome didn't think about it you know um what and so like i can understand High Five Rush came out in March, I think. Yeah, what did it get nominated no, it for? January, January. 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 It came out January. What did it get? It got not nominated for. What did it get nominated uh, for? Best it indie, I think. A, a few. No, I think it was a. Uh, it got best music and it got. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, best soundtrack. Direction. Yeah. Okay, yeah, best soundtrack and best music. art. So High Five Rush got nominated over a AAA game that is the most selling game of the year. <clears throat> And not saying that High Rough Rush wasn't a good game because I loved it, but it's just when you kind of think about that, it's like one game was a game that Xbox decided to just throw in and say, hey, we're giving it to you today. And it ended up being a banger. And Hogwarts Legacy is a game that people known about for a long time. And it literally had the pressure of the Harry Potter's license on top of it. And it actually succeeded. It's just crazy when you kind of think about it that way. Well, if we, if we want to look at like, okay, so with, with Hi-Fi Rush, it was best music, I think. Yeah, so so it's up there with Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, which had an awesome, awesome uh, soundtrack, mm -hmm. and, and Tears of the Kingdom. Now, for y'all who have played, actually played Tears of the Kingdom, is the music really that good? I mean, yes. I think it's good, but I don't think that it's anything that we haven't seen from Breath of the yeah. Wild. You know, so, I think so, to be so, honest with so, you, my vote so was really my vote was Final Fantasy sixteen. You know, yeah, I vote I, I vote for Final Fantasy sixteen. I voted Final Fantasy sixteen. That it set the awesome. scene. Every yeah. sequence it set the scene. It, it was fantastic, immaculate. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll disagree with that. Yeah. So, and then there's uh, art direction. I think you got. Yeah, it was in for art direction, which I get that because the animation in it is very yeah, good. Yeah, it, it's, it, it, it absolutely deserves to be here in this category. The character designs, the animation, like all of that about, you know, Hi-Fi Rush is amazing. Yeah, yeah it deserves to chose, be in the stuff it needs to be in. I actually chose Liza P because I really liked the way Liza P looked and it, and, and it looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. and, and Did you beat uh, that? The, uh, nah, I... I I got a little a little far in it and then I got distracted by other games. I'm I'm gonna come back to Liza P and finish it. But I got a problem yeah, I gotta with get these two on. actually being here, honestly. Honestly, because, I, I, I don't for really think that Super Mario Wonder Wonder should be in art direction. Right. Like it looks no different than any other 2D side scroller Mario game. For outstanding creative achieving the artistic design, what was creative? Hey, man. He could turn into an elephant. Who the freak cares? Like, you know, why I would, is I would that here? Back, I would actually push back and say that <laughs> from, from a 2D Mario standpoint, it is doing something different than what the standard, you know, uh, to be honest with you, what, what, what did so, something so they, different with Super Mario Galaxy? 
So, yeah. you know, but I don't think Mario Wonder, personally, I don't think Mario Wonder, especially when I'm not, it saying, comes I'm to, not saying it should be, I'm not saying it should be in for best art direction. I'm just saying that it does. I'm, just, I'm surprised Street Fighter 6 doesn't, different. isn't in here for best art yeah, direction. Yeah, I would say Street Fighter. Yeah. Right. I would say that yeah, should honestly. Be there's so many more deserving. I actually say Hogwarts Legacy should have been here too, but there's so many more deserving games than this, this, this just, hey, let's just pad Mario Bros mm-hmm. nomination numbers. And, and exclude games that were more deserving. But hey, at Root, Forte, I want you to, uh, yeah, I, I, I want you to, to to speak on 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 this real quick. Yeah. Uh, best community support. How do you feel about best community? Support? Oh lord. <laughs> oh, okay, before before you guys start that, uh, I just want to say thank you guys. I really appreciate you guys for having me here. I'm gonna go. No, you gotta, no, before my soapbox you, gets no, unfolded. You, you, know? <laughs> you gotta sit here for this rant real quick. So, what in the, listen? What in the world? So you literally let go your whole community team, all the forward, the forward facing people of your company and you get it's like the it's like the the irony could not be it cannot be real like listen three years ago this was great three years ago destiny being the best community support was Mm -hmm. amazing because guess what three years ago forsaken came out which was one of the best dlcs that they made and people were super happy with the game take it then you know um Wish Queen was good too, but the last year we talk about this is a this is a calendar year award 12, 12 months. Destiny has been nothing but a disaster this year. You know, it, it did on top of that you're firing the people, well, laying off the people. Let's say it that way, laying off the people that are the community forward facing people. And I hear people, you know, shout out to uh, Paul Tassie out here trying to tell people that they should go out there and vote for Destiny to win this, so they can tell Bungie like, hey, you won this award and you fired all your people. Like that's gonna make them feel like that's right. gonna make them feel they don't bad. Care. They, 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 they don't, don't care. care. They, they don't, don't care. care. The trophies made. They don't yeah. give, yeah, right. So yeah, that this is the most dumb. When I someone when this when that came up, I literally rolled my eyes at work and I was like, oh my god, this 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 ain't real. But you know, it is what it is. It ain't gonna win. It's probably gonna end up going to it's gonna go to BG three. That's what's gonna happen. It may it may go to Final Fantasy. It really should I, go to BG three. It, it's probably gonna go to BG three. I think Destiny just got in that mug just because <laughs> it's like they, game. they didn't know. They didn't know. Like Jim Harbaugh didn't know, like they said, but he did. I know you need to leave. I, I, I just, real quick before you go, I just wanted to, to show that, like, uh, so this guy right here, Remy, um, yeah. apparently he oh, didn't Lord. coach in 2023. So I don't know how they they chose these, these esports coaches. <laughs> yeah, I, that I don't know. That I know. This, this guy had to come out and say, I didn't coach at all this year. So can you take me out of the nomination? Yet he's still here. So I don't know how you know, they're going to so do can I, highlight, can I highlight something? Can I highlight yeah. something? He's like, what's going on for, here? Man? For the last award, the community award, the fact that Bungie's still in there, and for this dude being in there, why does anyone get upset about what happens with the game of the year through the, through the Keelys? That's true. None of it is official. None yeah. of it makes any sense. It's True. obvious, like, yeah, they're, they're not, they're not, there's nobody guarding or watching any of this to make it feel nope. truly official. So why are yep. people upset? It is basic bitch, like, award show stuff. It's for entertainment. It's for, you know, 
to get releases. That's what all we that's all we look forward to and to talk about like what what might they show that they didn't even really talk about the awards. You right. They really didn't. But anyways, uh uh Hami deserves this win right here. He carried JD gaming to um out of like the six uh tournaments this year. He's won he's pushed JD gaming to win four out of uh six of them in first place. And then the fifth one in second place, and the last one they got knocked out in quarterfinals awards of of worlds. I, I mean, I I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is insane. I have never I know. seen Delia, the pay attention to esports. Like I have no I do. idea. I do. I, I pay attention to CS and League of Legends. So I'm just co-signing uh, what you're saying, because I have no idea. Yeah, man. JD Gaming, insane run. Uh, yeah, Coach Coach Yoon for the win. So he should. He's my vote. Well, I, I voted for Remy because in this one, in this one, I want him to win so because him winning and not actually have coached in 2023 thoroughly embarrasses yes. the VGAs. So I want him to win. I hope he wins. So, so that like he doesn't show up. It, this would be one. This, this is esports anyway. So this is one of the ones where Jeff Keighley just rattles through them real quickly as he gets to the next like game announcement or whatever or performance just, or something. So yeah. he probably won't even like. No one's gonna show up on stage and accept the award for this. But I just want him to say the name of someone who didn't even coach that year because I just think it's funny. But uh, yeah. Do you you got you got to head out? Yes, unfortunately I got to head out, so I, I got some. We'll see you back in thirty importance. minutes. Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, uh, I got some. Uh, what's it called? I'm trying to say this in the, in the most graceful way possible. Uh, I have some important uh, meetings I have to attend. Some somebody me. screwed oh, up. Well, well, who, some, well, who, somebody me, somebody you, messed don't up. Don't get him something. in trouble. We're we not trying to get you in trouble or yeah. anything. You don't have to tell us who the meeting is with some, or somebody, what games they yeah, work somebody, somebody <laughs> broke. Somebody broke the build, so I have to go oh. uh, ask some questions and figure out who did it and sift through some software and log it and get all these tickets resolved uh, by the end of the night. So I'm going to do that. That. uh so thank you so much for having me on i really appreciate that sorry that i couldn't uh spend any more time maybe in the new year i'll spend more time uh doing a podcast run with you guys but yeah can i ask you a quick question i don't know you know if you have the answer for this or not um sure. when is the starfield dlss patch officially coming out do you know that uh i th <laughs> uh it should be in schedule like this month or next Okay. I think it already. Okay, so I feel like it already came out, but I think it's probably already the, passed. The Steam beta uh, version came out, and that's it. It passed. Uh, what's it called? It passed uh, certifications and checks. So okay. that's so that's it's where it's at too. So sometimes this month. Okay. Cool. 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 Just want to make sure because I I want to play New Game Plus, but you know i'm not you know i i, I don't need dlss to do that but i, I plan on coming back once they change this to that like you can just eat food instead of having to like bring into your inventory and then you know when you're encumbered you didn't go through and just chow down all the food and try to get yourself from being unencumbered whatever you know i just once they made some of the changes yeah. they said they were going to make i was going to come back and do new game plus um because i did beat starfield but cool cool thank you yeah thank you. i will uh i will check the tickets tonight and i'll get back to you with that but as far thank as you. my knowledge it's in the schedule for end of this month uh beginning of next month 
Um, so okay. look for it post post Thanksgiving time. Um, so it'll be here, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, if I check the Trello board, it'll be here before Christmas. Cool. Thank Sounds you, Daly. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> the first, man, the first dog at DPS says bye. Bye, Coop. <laughs> Bye, Coop. I'm actually the I'm actually the only Ooh. reliable uh, games industry insider that there is that you've had on DPS. Fact. This is this is very true, and we appreciate you, sir. I'm gonna. I need a trophy. <laughs> I'm gonna make a digital trophy for myself. <laughs> digital trophy. All right, uh, Eric. It was nice to talk to you as always. Appreciate you hanging out. Um, Thank you, bro. And 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 getting able to talk to you guys and, and see you guys. Later. Forte, it's nice to see you. Thank you, you for too, uh, playing some music earlier. And then Mo, uh, I'll catch you guys later. Um, right, play bro. Alan Wake Two, finish it. Please tell me how you guys feel about it, Eric. I will be looking out for your your thoughts on Twitter. Absolutely, bro. All right, later, guys. Have a good one, man. Later. later. Peace, bro. Um, back to since since, he, since we talked about Starfield briefly. Uh, does anyone feel? That Starfield should have been the game of the year conversation. I I can't really say because I I only had like fourteen hours in it and uh, and I kind of like I jumped off of it um, on some other stuff so I can't I can't really say but I'm I'm just gonna throw this out there for game of the year I honestly believe personally like Mario Wonder is fine like it's fun it is what it is but at the end of the day okay it's still like a 2d mario i think personally i would have put hot Five rush there as a game because I, I really mm, nice. as a surprise as a game that came out of nowhere yeah i agree mad fun it, it looked great like the character animations were dope it's funny you know it keeps you enthralled it doesn't overstay its welcome like the whole nine i i would put that in there okay For, that's just me but it? then you know What? Eric? Yeah. Eric got no. Oh, I saw. I was, I was done. I was just. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Not you got bought. We got. We thought. We thought the. They came and got you. Oh no! Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I thought Forte was about to say something. So I, I was done. Well, well. Let me let me ask uh ask that question to Forte. Do you <clears throat> you feel Starfield should have been in there? Uh, I mean, it's it. The thing is, it. I feel should it have. I feel like a lot of games didn't get an opportunity to be what they should have been when it came to that. But I also think the fact that um, a lot of people are, you know, upset that it isn't in part of the game of the year conversation is kind of like whatever. I do think that when you got two a Mario game and a Nintendo game in there, well, two Nintendo games in there, it kind of feels like there should have been a space to put something like Starfield in there or just another game in general. There's just so many mm -hmm. games. I just think, I just think my whole thing about it is you had so many other games that you could have put into those certain spots and stuff. And you didn't do that. And, uh, you know, resident evil, I feel like is a deserving game to be in there, but I just feel like if there's a re a remake, shouldn't take precedence over, another, you know, another game, that is a unique IP, something that hasn't been, you know, done before. And like, like uh, he said, you know, it's a 2D Mario game. Did, did I say that I feel like it should, it could be in there? Absolutely. But would I have put it in there over something like Starfield, over something like Hogwarts Legacy, 
you know, right. I would have kind of, I would have, sh- I would have showed a little bit more lens to those games before I would have did that. It's like you would see normally you would see two Nintendo games or something like that in Game of the Year when it's like kind of a, it's a still a lot year. of good games, but a weak year exactly, and this ain't yeah. a weak year. So when you so Starfield not being there is is it a tragedy? No, because there's a lot of games that got snubbed out of that. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like people are a little upset just due to the fact that games like Mario Wonder got in there because they got two two Nintendo games in there, and then the fact that Resident Evil got in there. Not saying it's not a good game because I think everything has to be you know caveated with that. But I think that's why people feel like, hey, why Starfield not get in there when it's a brand new game? And I think that's the thing that people are kind of a little upset about. But, you know, it didn't get snubbed. A lot of games got snubbed, unfortunately. It just comes down to a lot of people, they like the things they picked as alternatives to put in there. Gotcha. I got two more questions about this game of the year discussion. And then I guess we could, mm-hmm. we could kind of decide to go through the nominations if we want, but then if not, we can just kind of move on to the next, uh, the next topic. Uh, so my first question is in regards to, re- to, to Resident Evil four and the fact that it is a remake that's taken up this spot and not necessarily a game that's brand new, a brand new experience. Now, I'll say for me personally, I've, I've, I haven't had an issue with remakes being in the game of the year discussion before. Like Resident Evil Two was in there before; it was a great, you know, remake of Resident Evil Two. I ain't see any problem with it, but it's typically been like I, I, don't, I never want to see a remaster in any of these like award shows for any kind of nomination. But remakes, I don't have a problem with. But I think in in a year where you have so many great games that you shouldn't even really be considering a remake in that right. discussion. So what, what, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that Forte? No, I, that's kind of how I was like thinking about it. It's like, it's nothing wrong with a remake being in there, but usually that's only when the year isn't as strong, because like I said, you know, if you're a new IP, I feel like you should take precedence over something that is, a remake final fantasy 7 i feel like even knowing that's a completely different game it's not even it, i mean it's got the same bones as the original final fantasy 7 but that game is going to be drastically different and i still felt like that game shouldn't have been in the game of the year conversation so um i think that's kind of where it sits it just really it's just it, it just sits kind of weird when you have a year as good as this year and a lot of other games that should have been in there or could have been in there got passed over because of other games like that. But yeah, I, I agree hundred percent. That's kind of how I look at it too. Okay. Uh, Eric, mm-hmm. what do you think? Yeah. I, I constantly go like back and forth on this, um, but I will hundred percent co-sign what you said about remasters. I don't think a remaster should be anywhere near that discussion. It's a remaster, right? Mm-hmm. But when you, when you take into account like a remake and I think, Correct me if I'm wrong, but when Shadow of the Colossus remake came out, they, people were kind of talking about that if it shouldn't be there, right? Um, I didn't think that one in particular because I thought while it was a, it was good that they brought it forward and it, they did do some things, I think ultimately it still felt like Shadow of the, the Colossus, like it wasn't. The yeah, it was like the same game. game. When like you Demon get into Souls. like these like Resident Souls is is is, yeah. is it's a recreated 
replica of the of the original game that from software made it's excellent looks awesome and performs awesome mm-hmm. but it is just literally the same as that game at least now i will say this about resident evil 4 um that there are things that are different for example when you're like running around the town and all the the the, the villagers are ch- chasing you a lot of people in the original game would go up into that like clock tower or, or bell tower or whatever to to, right. uh, to to get away and they knew people did that and when you attempted to do that in in this remake like the ladder would break or something and so you couldn't go up there so it's like there are little changes here and there that that mm-hmm. uh, long-term fans were able to recognize and appreciate but it's still i don't think that's enough that really kind of like it's it's not final fantasy 7 remake like final fantasy 7 remake isn't really a remake for people like only people who think it's an actual remake are people who never played the game it's more of a sequel so it's just like when that was nominated that was just fine because it's so much of new content and new things happening in it where it's it, it has transformed it from being to being a more of a new creation than some of these other 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 remakes are so yeah I, and I, that's, that's, that's a good point because that's kind of what when resident evil 2 was in there people were like really i think like people push it more push it back more against resident evil 2 than they are resident evil 4 which oh, they definitely they, right you you, you see that you feel that too 14 mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And that, I don't that I don't understand because for the same exact reasons that you gave around Final Fantasy VII, I'm like, when you're talking about a remake, there's Final Fantasy VII from PS1, and then there's Final Fantasy VII remake, and like you said, and a lot there's beats in there from that game, right? And it is, you know, you can recognize it if you play the original, but ultimately that is a ground up everything is different, and it looks gorgeous. It played beautifully. Like they changed the fighting system. They did all this different stuff to it. So ultimately, yeah, the, some of the beats are there, but it's a new game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of felt in a lot of ways that's sort of close to what Resident Evil 2 is. I mean, granted, it is more beat for beat, Resident Evil 2, the same thing, but bringing it from where it was on the PS the PS1 to where it is now, it's essentially like a new game, and it is like for a whole new generation. So I kind of felt like that one, if anyone you were going to talk about being deserving, that would have been it. I'm not saying Resident Evil 4 shouldn't be in that conversation because again, it's it's still closer to what they what we play like on the GameCube and like the Wii and stuff like that. I get that, but it's there's more work that's going into it. But I don't necessarily know if Resident Evil 4 should be in the game of the year discussion. So I keep going back and forth on it because I can see all the work that went into it. It it looks incredible. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Like I have it, you know, ready to go again, just time wise, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think there's there are there is room for a discussion on a remake being in that conversation. I don't think it's that thing where people have this thing where nope, nope, nope. It's been done before. We've already seen it. No, well, old heads have seen it, but it's new to somebody. That's true. You That's know, true. so it can't stand. It can't stand on its own. It just depends on how much went into making it and bringing it forward. How much work had to go into it. You know. So no, yeah. like you said, remasters. Hell no. <laughs> so like it's like save file. You know. I I think I'm going to hold off on the my last question until after we take a look at these these not the rest of the nominations real quick because I think that Mm -hmm. this last question is going to be uh, a bit of a discussion it's going to take a little while I think but let's let's look at so we got best game direction here and and best game direction it was Alan Wake 2 
Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know why Super Mario Bros. Wonder is here. Again, best game direct. It's the same. It, it's, it's a prettier, better version of the same game format. I don't, I don't, like, I understand Alan Wake 2 and I actually voted for Alan Wake 2 because even though I think the game is boring, I understood where Remedy wanted to go with it and I understood how different the game is compared to other games. And, and that takes balls and it's, and it's, and it takes being brave to go out there and do something different and go more survival horror compared to the, 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 the previous game, Alan Wake 1. But, I just yeah some of the the nominations I, I'm just like I don't, I don't know why you're here but uh, um, Eric what are your thoughts on, on this one Eric did we lose Eric no he's there what if he got can, the, the mute hear? I don't know um, well, well, well maybe maybe something came up or he, he's working on his mic uh, Forte same question to you what, what do you think about best game direction um listen oh yeah he did get dropped yeah. um game direction i mean the little i played out of wake i really like the overall i mean as like i said the story that they're doing in that game uh if if you're not really into the slower type of style of gameplay it's probably going to be something that is boring as heck to you and i know that's kind of how you fall on it um game direct like like i feel like tears has really good game direction like with the upper like you have more places that you can go in the game when it comes to being in the sky you could be on the in the sky and in in underground um just the little things they made so it makes it easier for uh, quality of life changes is really good um mm. i didn't play bg3 but overall you know i can just go off what most people say they really really like they really like the fact that um just real quick they, eric had a power outage and that's why, oh. why how he dropped so he's going to try to get back in once his power once gets, gets back on yeah that's cool yeah, yeah. but that, that's what Go i ahead, think man. i think i think in general when it comes to alan wake i think that's going to be the one that a lot of people are going to like kind of go with um uh, unless you're into like the dungeons and dragons types um gameplay and stuff then you're probably gonna like that too but that's kind of where i look at mario wonder i agree with you it's like it's a 2d mario game other than you i mean i like the overall ambiance of it it's very it's a lot more colorful and playful but you know that doesn't mean that it has the best direction when it comes to games just because of that yeah um best narrative we got alan wake 2 Baldur's gate 3 cyberpunk Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. Um, now, Mary think, J kills this one. Huh? <laughs> Mary J kills this one. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I, I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win this. Um, just, you know, what, what my prediction is. Um, I do think Phantom Liberty has the best story out of these games. And I think Final Fantasy, probably the strongest part of Final Fantasy 16 is this story. And I did like Spider-Man 2's story. But I think Phantom Liberty has the best story. That said, I do not think Phantom Liberty should even be in this category. I was going to ask you that. an expansion. Yeah. How are you putting an expansion? This, this is the category is for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a 
game, a full game, and this is an exp- a part of a game. I don't think this should even be here. So it, it just seems to me that they just kept trying to shoehorn Cyberpunk in, and because it it was not, uh, they didn't feel comfortable trying to give Cyberpunk any nominations back in 2020 when it was a broken mess. But now the game is good. It's great, actually. And now they're like, oh, okay, well, let's give it the accolades we wish we could have it, gave it before. It's mm-hmm. a great expansion, but this isn't best outstanding storytelling and nev- narrative development in an expansion. <laughs> it's a game. And so you have to take the full game into account. And clearly they're not doing that because they, call, they just got Phantom Liberty here. So... Yeah, I don't think it should be here. And um, we last last night I was on on Brap with you know uh, Enrique, shout out to Enrique and B Money and um, and, and Hamp. And it was one of the guys there that, that, that was real cool. Um, I, I forgive me, I can't remember his name, but we were discussing like what categories that we, would we have liked to see the, the video game awards do. And B Money had a great suggestion of a, uh, a, a like a best expansion or a, a best uh new content kind of thing for example like when destiny drops a new expansion that would be eligible for this category phantom liberty right. would be eligible for that category uh when um warframe does something new that would be eligible or like back in the day layer the shadow broker on in mass effect 2 that kind of stuff that's where you put something like this not against full games it's just it's silly and there are some really great stories and games that came out this year that are bumped for this and that i don't think that's cool what, what are your thoughts no i i i, I agree I, the first thing i was going to say is when i saw phantom livery there i said so it can be in best narrative but it can't be in game of the year because that's something we talked about i was like if you just if you want to be 100% straight with it, it's one of the best games or DLCs that came out this year. And should we penalize it for being that? I mean, I get why we do it because, you know, it takes away from the games that definitely came out this year to do it. So I just found it really weird that they actually put it in there. Um, but when it comes to it, I do think, you know, the little, the little, like once again, cause I have, I really just started playing a lot of different games this year because I dropped off destiny. Um, the Fatter literally DLC, I haven't gotten to yet. Cause I had started, just started with my uh, cyberpunk playthrough. You can't get to that part until you do a little bit of the actual single player. Mm-hmm. Um, this, as much as I talk crap about the Spider-Man narrative with Mary Jane and that stuff sucks. I really, really like that. I really, really like the narrative they had in that game. It's a good, it it's was, a good story. I actually think it's, it's a really better good. story than Miles Morales' Spider-Man 2018. You know, I think it's like yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't like the fact that I didn't like the fact that Mary Jane was OP. I didn't like yeah. the fact that they knew, acknowledged that they knew the gamers did not want to see any Mary Jane missions. And they said, okay, we don't care. We're going to force it anyway and then just try to make it better. And it's like, but you already acknowledge that we don't want to do these missions. Like, so it's just like you're right. already, you're, you're already starting from a standpoint of wrongness because you know we don't want to play these missions. So you went on ahead and then still developed four missions that we had to do with her anyway, knowing that the gamers 
didn't want to play them that's just like when you're already doing things you know that your audience doesn't want to do in a game you're wrong i don't care how well done it is you're wrong right off the break but that said it's a good story it's a it's a good story and i like the things they've set up i'm excited for dlcs that are coming and seeing what happens because they do dlcs the way i like dlcs where it's not just like for example phantom liberty is good right but phantom liberty narrative wise doesn't take place after you beat the game it's something that you can do you know without beating the game right Right. spider-man 2 spider-man 2's dlc is going to be like the dlc for the first game where it narrative wise it takes place after you've already beat the game and i like that Mm -hmm. because it kind of continues the story along but Oh, that said, yeah, Mary. I don't agree with the whole marriage thing. So, who, who would you pick here for best narrative? Uh, I don't don't think you said that. No. Uh, so far, as of right now, I probably would pick um, Alan Wake. I I I haven't finished it yet, so I can't say I didn't play BG three and Spider Man. So, well, only game on this list I actually finished so far. So, if I had to pick something just with the story that I like in Alan Wake so far, I would probably pick that. But uh, Spider-Man is the only one on this list I actually finished. Okay. Um, let's see here. Best art direction. I think we kind of already talked about this, so I, I can just skip we, this one. We already know who won that one. Let's go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think High. I, I, yeah, Mario's gonna win it, but I think High Five should probably win it. Mario should not win this. This would be really bad if Mario wins this because it's just typical Mario. But that's a typical, typical sales or Liza P. I prefer Liza P, but I can see one of them two actually getting it. But it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Best score in music. I, 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 I like Final Fantasy 16. Um, I have played all the games on this list except for Zelda, and I like Final Fantasy 16's music the, the most. What about you? Uh, Ooh man, High Fur Fresh got some really good music. Zelda's music, like like the E said earlier, is kind of more of the same. It's not really truly doing anything different. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy does have a really really good soundtrack, yeah, especially when you're doing the Aeon fights and stuff. <laughs> Pretty crazy, but um, yeah. that's I probably would pick Hi Fi just because I I. It's like that game is built. It's built on the music and the beat, so yeah, it just yeah. kind of makes sense that that's the game that you should kind of give it to because that whole game is built off of that. Yeah. Um, best audio design. So this is more of like gunshots. Gunshots. <laughs> um, which I, I would say uh, I think Death audio space. design has been great I, I think almost every year you should have call of duty in here for like you audio should. design they, it, it, it never gets chosen because it's call of duty and they're pretentious like that but uh it's it, gun design is always great um i think i can see your yeah, hi-fi rush for the very reasons that you brought up about like how the music and is really ingrained into the combat so that makes sense um but i think the winner should either be Alan Wake 2 or Dead Space because of, you know, playing those games. Like, there'll be times where I'm playing Alan Wake 2 and you you may have seen in the live streams where I would hear, like, I'm in the woods and I hear, like, a branch crack. 
as if like somebody stepped on a branch and it feels like it's right, right behind me and it, it, it just kind of makes you just turn your character around like what was that there's a lot of that in dead space a whole lot oh. of that in dead space uh, and so i think the sound design and and that's like really especially for dead space because i felt really creeped out in dead space you you can't do that if you don't if you have trash audio you can't do that if your sound design sucks like that you you it completely takes away from the experience and i think these two games kind of really like nailed that what what are your thoughts no i i like i said dead space that's it for me i don't think um anything has as good of sound as that game has that when I played, like the first time I t- I booted that game back up recently when it hit Game Pass, I was like, "Oh my!" And then you play it on a surround system where you can actually really, really hear the different um the different um sound elements inside the game. Mm-hmm. It's just it's kind of second to none. I know it was again another game that's a remake, but you know when you can amp up that audio and make it better, I do think there is something to that. But I also agree, Call of Duty should always be on this list because they're for audio design. Yeah, it, it's really, really good. It's very distinctive. I, I did want to say best score in music. I, I would have put Hogwarts Legacy here. It's good because uh, yeah, the music is excellent. It's, it's absolutely excellent. So, but best performance. I think this is a, this is always a very competitive uh, category every year because there's always some really good voice acting going on eventually eventually we will get trevor burr song up here one day one day that's going to come that's going to come you know in due time but um we got ben star from final fantasy 16 he played clive we got cameron um i don't know how to say that last name so i'm just going to say cameron um (laughs) star wars uh jedi survivor He plays uh, the main character. Can't remember his name because I can't stand that game. Kyle, um, which one? Kyle Kestis? Yeah, there you go. Kyle Kestis. Yeah, I, I, Jedi <laughs> Survivor pisses me off. Um, Star Wars, man. You got to know the Star Wars characters' names. Anyway, <laughs> we ain't going to get into me. We ain't going to talk about Star Wars. That's going to be a whole argument. Idris Elba. With, uh, um, for his character in Phantom Liberty, he did, I think he did a great job. Um, we got Melanie LeBird who plays Saga Anderson in Alan Wake 2. We got Neil Newbon, who uh, I think he plays the vampire in, uh, in Baldur's Gate 3, and then Yuri Lowenthal, who plays Peter Parker in Spider Man 2. I uh, I chose Melanie actually, and she's a kind of a newcomer and all this stuff. I, I, I thought. Um, she did a good job, and, and I chose Melanie. Too. I chose Melanie too for the little bit that I played with her, played in that too when I did my eyes. Um, I seen Idris Alba's play in uh, Cyberpunk. I haven't gotten to it to experience the full thing yet, but mm-hmm. I already know that that man's fantastic when he does voice acting. So I already know it's good. <laughs> right, and I, I, I would say this. I think for pure performance, I know my choice is more of. I'm just kind of I'm I'm just rooting for Melanie, but I think best actual real performance was Ben Starr as Clive. He freaking he was great. I mean, absolutely awesome. I, I thought he was really good. So, anyway, um, um, did he do mo cappy for that too? I don't know. I don't know if he did. I or think not. I, he 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 just his voice acting was excellent. Um, I don't know if he did mo capping because it more than likely he is the uh, localization. 
Ah, like, that's true. The local lo- English choice, and there was a Japanese guy that uh, did it originally because you know it's Square Enix. Um, but right, that's true. Um, innovation and accessibility. This is for like uh, you know, kind of doing stuff that help, help people with disabilities that you know to enjoy the games as well. We got Diablo Four, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man Two, Mortal Kombat One, and Street Fighter Six. I think I chose Forza Motorsport. I um for this because I heard that they had like ways for blind people to play the game, which they I think do. is awesome. Um, I, I, I have been told a shout out to uh, um, uh, Baticus Prime and, and Trap House Gamers. I, I did a, a show with them last Monday and they were telling me the Street Fighter 6 also has uh, accessibility features that it help sure people does. who are blind play the game. So either one of these, if you're helping blind people play a game that primarily do something that uh, activity that primarily requires vision to do, I think that's pretty awesome. So I would choose either of those two. What do you think? Uh, I chose Street Fighter because I didn't know that um, Forza, I found out about that after the fact that Forza did have accessibility options like that. Uh, I did choose Street Fighter for that reason, though, because like you said, if you are helping people that normally can't even see the game, play the game like that, then that that's a whole nother that's a whole nother level right there. Yeah. All right. Um, we games for imp. You know what? We don't know none of these games. We just keep it a buck. We don't know those games. We we don't care. Best. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know what any of those games are. Best ongoing game. I do have something to say about this. We got Apex Legends, we got Cyberpunk, we got Final Fantasy XIV, we got Fortnite and Genshin Impact. Cyberpunk should not be here. Cyberpunk is a full-fledged game. It's not an ongoing game. It's, it's just a game that got game. DLC. It's a it's game got... that got an expansion three <laughs> years after launch. That's not an ongoing game. Right. These <laughs> games are producing content and, ha- and has a content schedule with seasons and the roadmaps that they do on an annual basis. That is what ongoing actually means. This should not be here. This is them shoehorning Cyberpunk in yet again. You know what should have been in this spot? Diablo. Well, yeah, before, yeah, before Diablo should have been in there. It, it, it Destiny could have been in there, but, but but no, no, it shouldn't. I'm no, no, I'm not saying best, Destiny should. The, the word I'm not saying it should is, win. Is also in this conversation too. Oh, Final, Diablo oh, Final Fantasy 14 is in there. Diablo Four Season One really turned a lot of people off. I think that should exclude it from a best ongoing category. And Destiny has been trashed this year, so it shouldn't be in this category. Period. Just because it's World ongoing content. Well, I don't know what World of Warcraft did. Um, what does I'm saying? Because at a certain point, I think you're, you're putting... could have. I, I think Sea of oh, Thieves yeah, could have been, been in there. Yeah, Sea of Thieves could have been in there. Yeah, you're right. Sea of Thieves could have made it. They, they like they're actual ongoing games that like have an entire process of keeping people engaged and keeping people in the game, and that's not Cyberpunk. It's just not. But all right, um, but with, with you, out of the ones that are here, I would choose Fortnite, because Fortnite, um, when they came back with Fortnite OG map, they got 44 million people playing the game in one day. I mean, you can't beat that. <laughs> I don't think I, no, I don't think anyone can beat that. So, yeah. yeah um, what are right. your thoughts? I say, um, what's the name of it? Uh, Final Fantasy 14. Okay. 
Um, it, by, by the way, can you can you keep an eye on um, on the uh, oh crap yeah, they're in the waiting room. There, there's Eric. <laughs> I was like, I was to say, I was like, can you keep an eye on the waiting room and see if, when see when Eric jumps back in? And there, there he is. What's up, man? Okay, he Welcome might back. be getting his mic together. Um, so we, we, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, we already talked about best community support. I don't want to hit. I, I don't want you to go off again. So we just keep it moving. Yeah, but uh, not yet. I won't do that no more. <laughs> I, I feel bad. You shouldn't feel bad. They should feel I bad. Don't, I don't. I don't really feel bad. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, best independent game we got Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Uh, be, hey, we, if you see Eric come back into the I'll waiting room, I'll, I'll bring him back here. All right. Um, out of these, I would say Sea of Stars, but that's the only one I played anyway, so that's the one I'm choosing. <laughs> no, I didn't play any of them, so didn't tell All right. Best debut indie indie game i haven't played any of these so i got nothing nothing for you here what about you nope it looked like the same games <laughs> <laughs> i think the real this is the best mobile game I is it? you know i i, I played honkai star rail but i played it on pc and it's really right. good so I would, you can play that hello kitty islands adventure yeah i'm gonna pass on that one sir um i really want eric in on this uh this question I got, but you know what? We haven't. I feel like okay. Here we go. Best action game. Mm. We got Armor Core Six, Dead Island Two, Ghost Runner Two, High Five Rush, and Remnant Two. You know what my choice is. You already know what my choice is too. <laughs> Remnant Two. Remnant Two is freaking this incredible. Is the only game it got nominated for. That's it my game. That's my game. That is my you, game. I love that game, bro. <laughs> that game's so fun, man. Yes, that's it. Uh, I sat through. I sat through two installs to play that DLC yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to be looking Forte, and he's in the I was waiting just, room. I was literally just clicking on his name. <laughs> Did I heard him pop in? Hey, Eric, what's up? Okay. Yeah, we hear you. Yeah, yeah, barely. Say, say say something again. Oh, you kind of mind. Is that better? Oh, you bet. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Oh no. Oh, can you hear us? Hang on a sec. Let me. How's that? How's that? Oh yeah, you sound you sound better. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Can you hear okay. us? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, awesome. What are your uh, which what are your choices? Which choice do you have here for best action game? We got Armor Core Six, Dead Island Two. Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant 2. Uh, the only one I played on this list is Hi-Fi Rush. So that, right. that would be, that would be much list, <laughs> he, said, he said, this is simple. <laughs> yeah, it's easy for me. Right. We got Best Action Adventure. We got Alan Wake 2, which in my opinion does not deserve to be here. Marvel Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Why? Because Resident it has Evil no action and it's no adventure? Exactly. There's no action whatsoever as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Resident Evil 4, Jedi Survivor, and Tears of the Kingdom. Now, I, I wouldn't vote for Jedi Survivor because I absolutely can't stand that game at this time. I'm voting Spider-Man 2. Uh, I vote Spider-Man 2, too. Seriously. Yeah. Eric, that game yeah. is incredible. I what would I vote Spider-Man 2 as well, but I'm curious. Uh, what's up with you and Jedi Survivor? 
Uh, Jedi Survivor is is a game that probably should not have released this year. It probably it almost broke his to come PC. out in 2024. No, it didn't do that. Um, it was the first but, game to question hit question him and made him almost want to buy a 4080. <laughs> oh. It he was wanted the first game. He, he, he wanted the brute. For, he wanted the brute. He wanted the brute. No, Slobo wanted the brute force. Forte the game. half listens to anything I say and then just I, so decides I'm to just, just making, create his own narrative. On I was just else. making. I, I'm not saying I'm just. I'm just playing. So I'm just making up stuff. I know. I just wanted I to know, say something. Thank you. The game's broken. <laughs> the game. The game was broken. broken. They they decided they they launched the game broken. Mm-hmm with forcing ray tracing on consoles which is stupid then they finally took the the ray tracing the force ray tracing out of the consoles six months later on pc the game still has issues and i and i have a game breaking bug where i in order for me to continue on with the game the main quest i need to get back into my ship mm-hmm. and i can't because every time i go get close to my ship the game crashes Wow. So I just I, I uninstalled it and I don't I don't have any intentions of going back to it. And the fact that like the last time they did a, a, a it was probably about a month and a half ago, they did their uh last uh update or patch and they haven't have get given any indication that they're going to fix the game any further. It's just like so you're just done with a incomplete game, you're just gonna keep it moving. Like whatever, you know, it's it, it's story was decent. Um, they improved on combat and a lot and, and a lot of quality of life improvements over Fallen Order. But you can't release a game in that state and 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 then just leave it like that. That's that's abysmal and that's that that's I don't I wouldn't even nominate Jedi Survivor for anything in 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 this game of the year category. In, 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 right. I'm sorry, this award video game category with that kind of. Of, of of support from a studio for people who spent money on your game, yo. Like, come on. Well, yeah, because even in, in even in that regard, like, what was it? How many months from the game's launch to them actually patching in, like, like performance patches and everything else? Well, they, they were consistently like, doing patches months, right? after after they 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 launched the game, but it's just the game mm-hmm. was in such a bad state and with poor performance for so long. Right, like the, like the like on consoles, the performance mode did not really get like much better, like significantly better until they stopped trying to force ray tracing. And but that yeah, was like I mean. five, like, six that was like down the road. Right, yeah. right. That's what I'm saying. That was like, which is should be unacceptable. But here we go. We're back to, you know vocal community again you know giving the excuse well because they think they got something that they want well all games release broken i hate when people say that shit yeah, yeah. you know I hate like you that. like you really want your games to release broken <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's like, okay well it's okay that's, that's, like, people, forget, people forget no yeah. people forget that we put you pay money for these things nobody's giving this stuff out to you and even if they were you should still be like i ain't taking that why why, why would I, you know if i if i said slow more i got the bomb sandwich dude this sandwich is fire but as i hand it to you i took a bite out of it already you're gonna be like oh, <laughs> i appreciate it i appreciate it but i'm gonna I'm hold off <laughs> and then, you, you know you, you buy you buy a brand new car but it ain't got no windshield wipers right hey, those, those, those <laughs> coming those coming next week but with right, right. rains well i don't know well, <laughs> don't drive that day <laughs> well, all cars all cars come without windshield wipers it's like you see how, how dumb that sounds it's like it's, it's, it's ridiculous it's dumb so so based on that on that slim, i don't want to like get stuck on Jedi Survivor. I just have one more thing for you. So, you know how people would always say like, respawn don't miss. 
what does that apply to? Does that apply to the gameplay that they they put out, or does it it's apply the to? It's only the gameplay, right? Because it can't be said now about performance. Yeah, yeah, they they, they have a market. They, they, never, they, have a, they have a, yeah. They never consider performance with that, because like like Fallen Order wasn't as bad as Survivor when it comes to no, performance, right. but it wasn't great either, you know. And right. and it just kind of shows that the success of that game, um, it it, it kind of let them know it was okay to release it like this or maybe let ea know it was okay to release it like this which it's just not cool man um we best rpg we got Baldur's gate 3 final fantasy 16 lies of p sea of stars and starfield uh i i think Baldur's there's gate only one real it's only one real rpg on this list <laughs> what i'm just talking Stop! T- stop <laughs> just talking. Okay. <laughs> I like how Slovo was like, "What? There, there's like a couple of RPGs on this list." How about yeah, that, that case, Forte, Forte wasn't even. He, he's not putting salt in. He's flicking some salt on your wound. Yeah, like, I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what is that stinging? <laughs> Forte would have flick, flick, flick. You know, VG three is gonna win that though. Yeah, um, so, Eric. We, yeah, let's see. What what these lists are teaching me, what they're saying to me is like, is I'm really behind on get... my games. No, I'm really behind <laughs> on my games. You get behind <laughs> on your games, right? I own. Well, I don't, I don't I... own Starfield. I played it in Game Pass. I own every game on this list except for Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate three, and I haven't gotten to any of them. I've dabbled in Sea of Stars. I played some of Starfield. Liza P. I have lined up again. That's like, you know, I want to get on that quick. Dude, I'm just I'm just behind, man, on like so many titles. Mm. Way behind, dude. It's kind of but, yeah, 2023. Uh, 23 has been like in, insane, man. I feel like nowadays, when I'm playing a game, it takes me forever to finish it. I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I know right, what's going man. on. You, I know what's going on. You just you know living life, man. Can't play everything. As much as you want to, man. Damn. Yeah, I got I got now work to do. I got to catch you back. Now that you're back, I want to discuss something. Let's go. Let's discuss the Xbox tax. <laughs> the tax that he's giving. Let's. I, I think I think it's time we have this discussion about this. Oh man. Well, before, so, before we get into it, something I've seen around the Xbox tax is people trying to understand what the Xbox tax is. So if there's anybody listening who doesn't know what it is, you, you know, you want to explain it to them? Uh, the Xbox tax is where it is a automatic deduction of, I guess, Metacritic score or review scores or just uh credit or whatever to any game that is developed published or has any kind of association whatsoever with the xbox brand that's what i believe what we're talking about here inherent bias is basically what we're back to right yeah so it comes down to the, the the normal staples from since 2013 it's it's everybody. It's everybody else's fault except for actual Microsoft's fault. Even for the stuff that they that they just signed and, and and acquired, 
because you notice that that's that's part of it too is it's not if it's really good well they acquired them as they own them now that's all it's fire that's what's what's up if it's not good at all if it's like a red fall, well they they were working on that game before microsoft got them yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, i have noticed there's always a uh the both sides of the fanboys will ch- pick and choose when there is credit to be given and not necessarily just giving flat out credit or not giving credit for games that started development before that developer was acquired by Xbox. And so I kind of yeah. feel like, look, if they made, if they had something to do with the development of the game, for example, Psychonauts 2, that that title, if 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 they never acquired Double Fine, Psychonauts Two would have launched with zero boss fights, right? And True. it's a very high quality game, and the boss fights were very good. And they and so because of that, I do think that they should have credit for Psychonauts Two being a Game of the Year nominee. I don't think that like mm-hmm. there's this whole little like graphic going around Twitter where it's just like. For the past like 11 years or something there's been no xbox nominee i i, I think that's that that graphics false they should have credit for psychonauts too I, and I, again media was media was very high and very favorable on psychonauts too right so now in regards to that like i i think that there are people who picking shoes when media is being biased or they're always right. biased against us like i've seen for a while that the Xbox camp will will throw around like you know really well done graphics in 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 Photoshop of hey we're we were we were two percent ahead you know on average for like you know finding like arbitrary statistics and and, and data for the past three years since 2019 we've had you know uh, uh, average higher metacritic score now metacritic matters average higher metacritic score than playstation first party games but if there's an xbox tax how so are they just sometimes bias are they always mm-hmm. bias or is it when you didn't get something that you liked so, so th- th- just get our, our, our positions flat out here does either of us believe there's an actual xbox tax going on oh man no No. Uh, eric says no forte what do you think there's no xbox tax that's not even a thing thank you it's a thing to somebody but it's not it's not a no it's not a it's not a (laughs) tangible it's not a tangible yeah yeah there's not an illuminati out there that's like you know you know they're holding their meetings they got some 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 troll looking dude in the corner doing the minutes and he's like you know here in the uh you know anti-xbox committee you know we're going to talk about uh you know how we're keeping the, uh, the green team down you know, but we almost got Phil Spencer out the door. He he escaped capture once again. But hey, look, we got we got Starfield coming up. How many of us are guaranteed to give it a seven? You can't go to lower than a seven, okay? We don't want you know we don't want them knowing what we're doing. By the way, make sure all your phones are are in the lockbox outside the door. Kathy's right, right. going to hold them there for you guys because we can't make sure. We gotta make sure there's no recording devices in here. You know, it's just like come on, this, this none of this stuff is real. 
it's not it's not real it's it's you there are people on the other side who feel like oh you know they're biased against us too just whenever things don't work out the way you want them to you can't just go oh it's because they're biased starfield's not a perfect game we can go down the list of issues with starfield i could do it right now if y'all want because i beat the game and i got 70 plus hours in it so i could go down a laundry list of issues with the game and i understand why it has a metacritic like a mid-80s metacritic score and in a year like this year where literally all the game of the year nominees are over 90 on metacritic y'all can't be picking and choosing when metacritic is going to be important Mm-hmm. from the same people who are voting on this who are part of the reason why the Metacritic scores are what they are because they're media outlets so just mm-hmm. and, and and quite frankly I mean let's keep it above we we were saying maybe you guys want to chill out a bit slow down some you know when you when you are saying before you've seen footage one of a game oh y'all y'all not gonna be able to stand it when that game of the year Starfield drops it's going to be a wrap. Everybody's out of here. Everybody's bowing down. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. We were saying for the longest, man, you guys, you are not allowing Bethesda or Starfield to skip leg day. This game is carrying way too much weight and it may not live up to that. And just because yeah. you overhyped it and because you felt that way about it, now it's like everybody else is supposed to pay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. And because, like you said, Slomo, because you don't like what people are saying, you can't pick and choose. You can't jump back over the line and go, oh, that's bias. And then when the media is like, oh, my God, did you see how the, how they revealed the Series X? That was in, that was incredibly intuitive. That was fire. Oh, and did you hear about the girl who actually suggested that to Phil and he ran with it? That's why Phil's a good dude. And the media saying that, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. It's all good, right? And then when you, they say something you don't like, it's, oh, they bias. And let's keep it a buck. Everybody, human nature, everybody has biases. You guys don't think that there's people that work for Microsoft that prefer PlayStation and Nintendo? You think everybody that works at PlayStation prefers play? No, that's not, that's not how the world works. Yeah. People are human, right? Everybody's human. I mean, everybody has biases towards some, but biases don't always necessarily mean a negative either. Yeah, Yeah, true. We've made it seem that way in this little bubble that everything, oh, anytime it's a slight. And, and I'm sorry, I know we're, we're talking about the Xbox tax, but you guys got to stop jumping out the gym, acting like you're a marginalized people. <laughs> you're downtrodden, you're being bullied, you're being beaten. It is impossible for a trillion dollar company to be bullied by anybody, unless they're allowing it, but that's impossible. It's impossible for grown ass people to be bullied online. Because you don't have to be there. You can log off. You can log off, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to take it. You wanna know what marginalized people are? Black people, us. You know, we're marginalized right. for the color of our skin and, and and just just how we were born. You know, like that's that's a, a example of being marginalized, right? It's yeah. not because you choose to prefer to play your video games on a particular piece of plastic that you think no other people don't like. And, and 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 to be look, I, I'm cool with a lot of the people that believe 
this Xbox tax thing. And I'm not trying to be dismissive or condescending of, of the things that they believe. But that said, like you, I, I refuse to believe that there is a Xbox tax when a game like Pentiment comes out. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of you did not like <laughs> the way it looked. You, you, the vast majority of you, whether you are a PlayStation guy or an Xbox guy, you know, just completely looked away at it, laughed at, at his visual look, snubbed your nose at it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then games media gave it high critical remarks and it deserved, it deserved it. 100%. It deserved it. Pentiment is an awesome game. Great story. Josh Sawyer was in his bag. Yep. yep. You can't be ignore that games media on overall games media really thought it was a very good game and mm-hmm. then go there's a concerted effort to keep Xbox down. Why does why did that not occur with this game? Mm-hmm. Or High Five Rush. Or high yeah, or high five rush. It's just sometimes games aren't good. Or sometimes they're just okay. Or sometimes they're freaking awful like Redfall. Mm-hmm. And also sometimes games media will weaponize your passion against you so when you see an article that says you know i'm already tired i'm i've already forgotten about starfield (laughs) right and and of course the the logic (laughs) makes no sense because you're writing an article about the game you just said you forgot about clearly you didn't forget about you wrote an article about it yeah that's the first thing you guys do that's bait tweet yes call the troops it is you know that is slow mo that, that's this that's this that's me saying slow mo this the milk is sour in the fridge but here taste it <laughs> it's, <laughs> right it's bait bro they they're, they're getting you they're, they're they're getting over on you and you're allowing it yes that that's how the game works and they got it they got bill they got bills to pay they need clicks yep. And you and you fall for it, yeah. And, so and it's keeping just, it a, yeah. keeping a hundred on the other side of that coin, slow mo. Your favorite YouTubers are doing the same exact thing to you, just on a different a different wavelength. Yeah, yeah. They they will sit here and pretend like they are completely outraged by the by the game awards, and it's a travesty. Why? Because it's good for business. They oh, got man, you. Don't say it like that. Hey. They got you. You coming? They might coming come, in they might come for you. Let's say, hey, hey, it's, it's like, oh, did not vote for Starfield? I got my content for the week. Yep. And that's not, it, that's not hyperbole. Forza. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know, that's not hyperbole. That's how it works with your, with your favorite YouTubers, your favorite content mm-hmm. creators. They're going to do a live stream. They're going to live stream their reaction to it. And then they're going to do a follow-up uploaded video fully edited with their you know further reaction to it and then they're gonna do a podcast on it and if they're completely wrong you won't hold them accountable but then they'll say but then they'll say well i'm not really media 
but you ask for a media badge, you go to the shows, you you show up as media, you do all these different things, you got access, <sighs> you're, you're media. And it doesn't yeah. matter if you have a hundred, it doesn't matter if you have a hundred thousand, a hundred people can carry a voice and run with your misinformation. So it's the same thing. Same thing that the big media outlets do is the same thing a small YouTuber can do. For tell you, you, you've been uh, you've been uh, kind of quiet. What do you what do you think, man? Yeah. Or, or, or you disagree? You agree? What, what, what you got? What you got? No, nah, man. I it's, it's 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 nothing. Honestly, it's more of everybody wants to be victim. Everybody wants to play a victim <laughs> role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like we like listen, man. It's 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 games it's uh your the game that you it's not even that the it is the thing a lot of the times i feel like if you go look at the hours that people play in some of these games it's like the amount of cap you were doing for these games doesn't even add up how much you played it right right <laughs> it's, i was like i was like what are we the really doing here Right, you you play eight hours of the game. That, that's like me saying Sea of Thieves is like one of the greatest games ever, and and, and all this other stuff. But I only got eight hours in the game. Yeah, you know, yeah. so, so your, your hours you, in the game should should be longer than the amount of time you spent on Twitter Spaces or right. YouTube podcasts talking about the game. Like that's what's going on here. Like, 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 what, what, what are we really doing here? You know, do you do you really care about these games, or do you, or do you care about the platform? The, I say that with air quotes. The platform. Do you care more about the platform than actually playing the games that you care that you claim to care about? Because I see people out here, and and shout out to the Xbox guys that have been calling this specific thing out that I'm about to say, but. I bear not ever, I, not ever. I bear not see Ninja Theory show another thing from Hellblade Two that ain't combat. Yeah, I wish for that because because I'm <laughs> yeah. sick and tired of see. Look, it, it, the, the technology is awesome, and they got their own performance capture and mocap. But come on, where's the yeah. combat at? You know what people want to see. You're not showing the combat makes me start questioning things that I don't want to question with you, Ninja Theory. Because I like the work you do, but you're not giving me what I want to see and what a lot of people want to see. And I see Xbox guys call this out, and then I see other Xbox guys go, well, you know, Hellblade 2, nobody want to talk about how come Hellblade 2 wasn't in the most anticipated game. Is it really your most anticipated game? You who talk about third-person, narrative-driven, Sony, Sony kind of game? Because that's exactly what Hellblade was. Ain't, well, it's the same dudes that were like making fun of the combat and calling it like a walking sim when when they thought it was a PlayStation exclusive until Microsoft acquired Ninja Theory, and then they were going mm -hmm. back to Wikipedia to figure out what Ninja Theory made. <laughs> right. So it's just like <laughs> you know, you don't even like these kind of games. So mm -hmm. what's good? What what, yeah. what is happening? Like so like it's okay to be like, well, this ain't my kind of game. But I understand why some people are, are anticipating this game. But we literally don't think about it. No one talks about, you know, I can't wait for Hellblade 2. I have never heard anyone say that. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think people really checking for Hellblade 2 like that. At this point, 
I'm not really checking for Hellblade too. Like no, that. and I'm I'm a I'm a Ninja Theory fan, dude. I was when when they signed them, I was like, that's great because they were almost out of here. Yeah, and I'm like, you're too talented the studio. of a studio to be out of here, right? Exactly. But I was yeah, but I thank was like, you, I've been thank you with Ninja Xbox Theory for, saving, for a long time. Thank you, Xbox, for saving that studio because because right. the, the gaming industry is better with Ninja Theory in it than than without it. And exactly. I beat Hellblade, exactly. and I, th- I thought it was a I thought it was a good game that I wouldn't play a second time. When I, after mm-hmm. I beat it, I was uninstalled it, and I had have had zero desire to go back to it. There are things about it I would like to be better, and that's part of the reason why I care about <laughs> the fact that I want the combat to be better. But it's right. just like when you talk about these things, like I don't want to hear Xbox tax. If it come turns out Hellblade Two launches and they and the the combat is exactly like it was in the first game, and that's why they didn't show it all this time. That's gonna be a problem. That's gonna be a problem, and it deserves to get knocked in the reviews for that. And I don't want to hear Xbox tax in those kind of situations. That's not Xbox tax. That's them being people legit saying this is a problem. They didn't address this. Mm-hmm. That should have been addressed. That should have been better. So, uh, I, I, that's, that's all I got. That's the thing. You know, I know it sounds like you know we might be picking on the Xbox. I'm not picking on Xbox fans. I rock with Xbox fans all day long. You know, so my fans are Xbox fans, right? But but no, but but Forte, it's the people who get it and the people who are like, nah, man, that, that that ain't right. That ain't that ain't rocking. But it's the ones who, no matter what they do, they acquiesce to everything everything is on point it's like you watch these dudes and they're like the, the james harden of video game <laughs> of, of video game fans it's never oh, man, that james harden. It's, it's never their fault yeah it's and everybody like, else's fault that, that, that microsoft can't move forward with xbox in the way that they want to and they, and they have that's the funny part on one hand, they say, well, it, it's a wrap for Sony because Microsoft coming on strong. And then, da, 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 da. and then when something trips them up, it's the Xbox tax. Well, which one is it? Yeah. Are they the juggernaut? <laughs> or are they Jubilee? Yeah. Look, I had <laughs> <You know? laughs> Jubilee doing fireworks. I, I had people. You know? So we're, we're, when I was like, I would like to see combat. I had I, no lie. There were people telling me, slow mo, you already saw combat. And I was like, "Excuse me." They was like, "No, yeah, you, you saw combat when she threw that spear at the giant. That was combat." Uh, and I was like, "No, nah, we, we, we're not. We're not trying to redefine what combat is here." But that, but that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. When, 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 don't tell me about Xbox tax when you, there are people on your side trying to redefine what things are in game design that's not combat no nope. that was a scripted sequence get the freak out of here that's not combat like that's not combat it will never be combat throwing one spear and running away is combat no yeah and it's, it's absolutely it's not becoming, it's becoming spooky hey. point, you know considering what yeah. that was what two three years ago when they did that reveal with the, well three years ago now with the series x mm-hmm. 
and we're like, oh, snap, look at Sinwood. That looks fire. Okay, that's indicative of what they're going to be trying to do. That's dope. And then they showed him the we've gotten is that scripted. Yeah, we got yeah. that scripted sequence. And I'm like, and even the, the scripted sequence, then to me, did not look like anything fun. All, all I'm going <laughs> to you know, all I'm going to yeah. say is shout out to the 59 people that have more hours in Hellblade than I do because I beat the game. And it's the only game that's on my channel that I did a review on because I love the game that much. It was super. That was a great freaking game. Yeah, the combat, the combat could have definitely been better. But bro, did I, 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 the experience of that game all the way up to the end was incredible. And shout out to the fifty nine people that were in front of me and hours played in that game because guess what, you enjoyed a really good game. But I don't know about the rest of these people. Like, there's a lot of people out here capping for stuff that they, they, they only became fans of it because it became an Xbox game. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was on, yep. it was on PlayStation a whole year before it came hey. to Xbox. Forte, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll say the whole Bethesda acquisition. Oh, we, like what, watching yeah. dudes. I was watching. Wasn't dudes nobody jumping looking out for the window for Dishonored and jumping out the window, no. you know, for Evil Within and jumping out the window for no. Prey. How I'm many like, people were looking for Starfield before they got bought? Dude, nobody, is, nobody I know was games, looking for it. All those games they were jumping out of the gym for have been dirt cheap numerous times from the Steam store down to the PSN down to Xbox. What about the ones them, that you could have been playing them? What about the forever. ones that wanted to claim Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 because it was on X, it was under Xbox by the time the game oh. came out. But as soon as the game came out and, and people saw that it was trash, it's like, oh no, man, that Xbox ain't had nothing to do with that game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, well, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Before it dropped, it's like, let's put a pin in that one. Modern Warfare 3. The people, the amount of people that said that the, the four out of 10, that I agree. A four out of ten it's, is pretty. That I I think it's a egregious. four is is reserved. Anything under a five is reserved for broken games. Broken and games, not working. Think, I I do not think that game was broken, not working. So I think the score was too low. That yeah. said, why are you quibbling over points on yeah, a bad campaign? The campaign stinks. Okay, it's a horrible. bad campaign. I played through it, and mm -hmm. I'm like, it's like thirteen to like a, it's like a little over a dozen missions. Only three or four <sighs> of them are actually tr truly well designed missions. The rest of because them they're mostly combat like, missions. Yeah, yeah, the most of them are like war zone ish kind of PVE, just thrown together stuff. It's not good, and compared yeah. to previous campaigns, it's not a good campaign. So, yeah. why defend that? Why be like, oh, the, but the, the, the four out of ten is too hard, too harsh. That's that's the Xbox tax. Yeah, it's probably one of the worst campaigns Call of Duty has ever had. If mm. someone felt that's four out of ten worthy, I mean, it's people's opinions, man. I just right. I, 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 and I, and that's again, what it comes down to. I, too. It's I, I like a lot of the people. Wait a minute, are you are playing that shredder? Yes, uh, yeah, I, I have. I have. A There's a shredder skin in that game. There's a yes, Laura Croft. To, 
Oh yes, you need God. to come back to Call of Duty. They got Spawn no. in there right now, man. I oh can't wait for them God. to get the Master Chief. Once they get the Master Chief in there, it's a wrap. Because I'm running oh. around with the Chief and I'm and I'm and I'm capping everybody. Let's go. Like, so oh, you, need, you need to get back on Call of Duty, man. Let's go, man. I Look. do. That's crazy. I just saw Shredder standing there with an AK in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he look, he, he look, he, he look, he look, he look kind of badass too. Yeah, he, he did. He did yeah. look really good. <laughs> so, um, again, I like a lot, a lot of the people that's saying this stuff. And I'm pretty. They go. I'm pretty sure I'm going to deal with people being angry with me for even speaking out on this in in the manner that I am. But I think y'all are doing yourselves a disservice by talking in the in the manner about this kind of stuff the way y'all are. And that's just that's just my opinion, you know. You, but then people also, but wasn't but wasn't. I mean, not. I mean, Xbox games were nominated for what nine, ten other awards. Yeah, I'm not it's mistaken, like right? That, yeah. So, yeah. so why why is it no one ever talks about those portions? So the game of the year is the only one ever really matters. <clears throat> only thing that matters, bro. You know that, right? And yeah, because yeah, I remember too when you know it was being thrown about when they won Publisher of the Year, people kept going to that one. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's fine, that's great. But see, right there, you're, you're using that as the ammo is like they're great in an argument where someone's saying that they're not great. But then on the same flip side, you'll say that there's bias, even though the media said that they were publisher of the year. And and on top of that, it's the it's the media that you that you guys always say is irrelevant anyway. They're irrelevant compared to the YouTubers that we have or this that we have or the, or the other uh, outlets that we have now. The, the big IGNs and the Kotaku, well, Kotaku definitely, but all of them, they're irrelevant. But so if something is irrelevant, why do you still give it so much power? Yeah. yeah I agree. I, 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 I don't want to harp on this for too long because um, I, I don't want to make it appear, appear as if we're just picking on. No, I got one. I got one for the PlayStation community too, because I saw this one a few weeks ago when I saw oh, dudes good. trying to say like, I saw dudes trying to say, um, when we were kids, we didn't need roadmaps. <laughs> what we need roadmaps for now? Because oh, we're grown stop. ass men that yeah. pay money into this. Yeah, the same people who were going after Xbox for not having a roadmap on right. on games from like 2017 yeah. to 2020 are now saying we don't need a roadmap. The same people who said that like, oh, only first party games matter are now championing all of these third party games that yep. Sony has marketing for. But when it comes to first party, all they know about was Helldivers 2 next year. And and they're trying their best to pretend like they care about Harold Divers too, knowing damn well they don't. <laughs> At all. You don't At care all. about Hell Divers too. If that was on Xbox, you would be clowning it. Cut the cap. So yeah. I said too, yeah. they'd be clowning phone stars if that was in Game Pass. They'd be like, look at that, look at that. And, and, look, and, and, and if you were if you were yeah. if you someone who likes Platoon and you are legitimately enjoying you enjoyed the foam stars demo you like it hey you like it i love it but do not be out here like well you know this is this is a banger for nick no it's not okay <laughs> right that that stuff is on the level of grounded as far as i'm concerned that's some niche 
kind of multiplayer-ish something that you kind of play in the middle of like actual big releases. And yes, and no one said you can't have fun with it, but but it's like it's like how you know how far do you want to run with that with that narrative? Is, mm-hmm. is the thing like pushing is pushing it, and hyping that up? My my know? PlayStation is turning on next year for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I cannot wait. I I I I I think about that game every day. That's how much <laughs> I, can, I can't wait to play it. But that's February. Mm-hmm. What you got for the rest of the year? And yes, and 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 held down. I swear to God, the next dude that throw Wolverine in the second party. Wolverine coming. Wolverine ain't coming next year. Down somewhere. No, I saw I saw on Twitter. I saw this 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 list. And, and and someone had like 14 games listed for PlayStation next year. I, I matter of fact, I'm about to go find the list because I yeah, was just like, we got held up. We got held up. I'm like, no, you are not with this list. Like, like this, this is this can't. This list is not. They had Lost Soul Aside on the on the list. Lost Soul Aside, the game that's been delayed five thousand times. The game that was supposed to come out on the PS4 back in like 2016. That's on your list for 20. You cannot, no one can legit look me in the face and say, Lost Soul Aside is coming out next year. Shut up. You know how many videos I've done on Lost Soul Aside? Why? I forgot about Lost Soul Aside, man. I got videos saying, is Lost Soul Aside coming out in 2021? 2021. I think you were the last one to speak about Lost Soul Aside. Bro, I, 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 where's this list at? I can't, you know, I got too many bookmarks. I'm, I'm trying to <laughs> be bookmarking so much need no. people say. When we were kids, when we were kids, we would have needed a road map. You were a kid. You were just worried about where your next snack pack was coming from. You didn't care about that, you know? Oh, man. But you sitting on Twitter all day going at the other side about, like you said, some more about XYZ, about where's their room? They ain't got no games. They ain't got no games. Now it's like, because Sony's being quiet, a roadmap isn't important. But I'm like, no. It's, if it was important for Xbox, it's important for PlayStation. Man, I think this thing got deleted. I can't find the tweet. Slow mo, you actually let something get deleted? No, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. So look, all right. The list has Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, which is a third-party game. I am interested in that. I will play that on PC because it's launching on PC day and day. So there. Helldivers 2. No one really cares about Helldivers 2. Okay, like, like y- 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 y'all can miss me with that. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, absolutely. That's a, that's a certified banger. Day one, can't wait. Silent Hill by Bloober Team. That's all I gotta say. I ain't gotta say nothing else. By Bloober Team. Moving on. Foam Stars. We already <laughs> talked about that. Rise of the Ronin. All right, you know that. Okay, but isn't that is that timed? Rise of the Ronin. I believe that is timed. I think it is timed. Okay. Um, Pacific Drive. I honestly don't even know what that is. Lost Soul Aside. We already talked about Stellar Blade. I don't know where in the listing here it says early 2024. I haven't. When did we hear the Stellar Blade was going to be early? I thought Stellar Blade was supposed to come out this year. And so it's not this year. Now it's next year. I I assume it probably will come out sometime. But this is also is Stellar Blade looks great. 
Mm-hmm. No one has ever played the game. This this is a studio that has made mobile mobile uh, uh, thirst traps. Okay, that's this. This is what the studio like. I made a video on this game too. It looks awesome, but it's made mobile thirst traps. Okay, that's what this studio has made. So it looks cool. Doesn't mean it will be. It also third party. Concord teaser trailer. Never, studio never made a game before. Don't even know if it's certain, certain for certain going to come out next year, and it maybe have been one of the, the the six games that got delayed. Convalaria is on the list. Do, do y'all know what Convalaria is? I know what Convalaria. Convalaria is a uh, a China Hero Project game, and um, that game has been in development for a very very long time. I've 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 made a video on that one too. For years and years and years ago, it's it's like a it's trying to be like a third person destiny from a studio that you never heard of. You don't know any games they've ever made. So so can you rely on that? Death Stranding too, which you know that's polarizing. Some people love Death Stranding. I didn't. I, I get that. I don't know if that's coming out next year. I don't know how why that's listed, but okay. And Wolverine, which we guarantee we know Wolverine's not coming out next year. It's not happening. So, where are the first party games? Because <laughs> the vast majority of that list was not first party games, and probably half of them will not come out in 2024. So, keep the same energy. When you out here talking about all this time, well, you know, where's Xbox's roadmap? They ain't got they ain't got no games where the games that they ain't got nothing announced. Now you ain't got nothing announced. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the PlayStation guys that actually have called that out and been like, yo, no, I need some transparency. Y'all got to get better at this. I would like to know yep. what's coming because that last showcase was doo-doo chunks. Do better. Where's another showcase to show us what's really going on, what you really got? Shout out to them. The rest of y'all that been capping, y'all know. Y'all know what's up. It's all cap. So. Yep. <sighs> now that we've thrown all kinds of uh, grenades <laughs> at every fanboy <laughs> out here, who who do we miss? Who do we miss? Nintendo? Hey, Nintendo guys. Actually, Demand better from Nintendo and stop being piggy banks. There we go. We got one for Nintendo. All right. All right. So let's, oh, let's, <laughs> let's let's get into. I want to talk about. Um, so there was something that came up with Persona um, with, with Sega. There's actually like a lot of stuff that came out from Sega. So like these next two topics will definitely be Sega uh, uh, focused. And what happened with this is that like apparently there's this information that sega potentially might be doing um a persona uh, probably be persona 5 but some kind of live well i wouldn't say live but some kind of adaptation with persona and yakuza and so i i thought that would be pretty interesting and something to discuss because i mean persona's pretty popular the yakuza games have become way more popular than they once were at, 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 in a, at one point and so i i i 
I wanted to kind of discuss it because I kind of want to know where you where you guys thoughts all on it, and if if this does is something that comes to pass, what would you like to see from these IPs? Like a movie, a movie, a TV show, a Netflix show? Like like what do you what do you what would you really want to see? And Eric, let, let I, I want to hear from you first. Um, in in the in the vein of these kind of things, honestly. I would say yeah keep it like like a good anime like on netflix or something like that because i don't know anytime you try to move into like the live action i know like i didn't i don't i'm not a one piece watcher but i heard like good things but then on the flip side of that you got cowboy bebop true okay yeah <laughs> you know so it could be iffy territory you know what i'm saying it's just uh yeah I, my vote would be for like an anime of some sort yeah, I, I agree or an animated with that. show. It, yeah, and I and I, I'm actually, I think I think I would love to see it done with Netflix. I think Netflix is mm-hmm. really kind of. I just got maybe I'm a little biased here because I just got finished oh, finished watching um, um, Blue Eyed Samurai, which is yeah, so they are good. in they they're are in, in their, their bag, bag with that, bro. God. Oh my, yo, they're killing it. Like yeah, Arcane, um, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners. Um, Blue yep. Eye Samurai is not like an adaptation from a video game, but you know, Arcane and, and right. Edge Runners were. They On definitely right. Like I, they, they're just they're so. Her Pluto they, is great. I have Pluto lined up to watch. Uh, that was fantastic too. They're they're just in their lane with that now, and I would love yeah, to Blue see Blue Eye Samurai. Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, if they did a a, a Persona adaptation, maybe take because if if you play Persona Five. And they also play Persona 5 Strikers. Strikers kind of continues the story after uh, Persona 5 ends. Not Royal, because Royal has a few changes and mm-hmm. also has an extra character. The extra character is in Strikers. But maybe say, like, do a a, a anime um, on Netflix and then kind of continue the story from there. I think that would be amazing. Yep. But considering, I don't know, like, I, yeah, I, I don't know how Sega wants to do it. Like, to... Let me um I actually read the quote here and it said it says this is from IGN and it says we have other major IPs and I can't say can I say too much about it, but we are thinking of reviving other classical Sega IPs too. Right now there are two big IPs other than Sonic. One is Persona and also our Yakuza titles. Yakuza is really unique, but that big one is also coming next year too. So he, he says big one coming next year. He's talking about uh what's it, Infinite Wealth? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Is the new one, yeah, yeah. So, I I think it's um, I, I I think they're definitely mulling over those two IP for titles. Now, I think a Yakuza movie would be dope, like a live action Yakuza movie, because that mm-hmm. one you can kind of it's more grounded so it's like you can do live action and if you have a great budget with great actors you can do it legit so i think that could work um unfortunately what are your thoughts on it uh i have man i have not really been into the um the anime side of everything i did go back and did start playing persona 5 i got to like i think the second palace Mm -hmm. and uh that game, that game is surreal. It's crazy. I just don't have a hundred hours to throw to keep going in it. So it's like they they all look enticing. It's just like like my favorite Atlas game 
up is um oh my god draw the blank catherine i love that mm. game i put so many like i beat that game on on three platforms it was like so fun and that's kind of what got me into that type of thing but i really couldn't give you any type of what's the name because i just never really got fully deep into what the persona stuff is outside of the couple hours i put into it but it is definitely fun and i do think that it is um it is something that a lot of people are looking forward to i mean to think about it it finally came to you know you you got the persona 3 reloaded that finally hit xbox um you have tactics that's coming out later it, what actually it comes out this week or did it come out last week it comes out tomorrow. Yeah, it's not out yet. Yeah, yeah. It comes out. It comes out next. It comes out tomorrow. And I and I have and my store has quite a few pre-orders on that game. So I know a lot of people that are really interested and ready to play that. Um, it just ultimately comes down to just time. You know, the biggest thing with a lot of these type of games, it just really comes down to like if you're really into them, you're going to put a lot of time into it. But man, I can't see how people play games like starfield that you play like think about all the big games that like had 50 60 plus hours that you had to put into them this year mm-hmm. it's just it's just ridiculous so but yeah I, I one of these days i'm going to jump in and, and i'm going to really really put an effort into it it just i haven't done it yet cool cool all right well the, yeah, the next say, sig- same thing for the, the next sega thing is it, it seems once again they say sega, this every two months it seems <laughs> sega has to let y'all know that they are not for sale that they don't want to be bought <sighs> this is what i'm talking about this is what I'm talking about. yet sega doesn't want to be acquired you can't say one thing one time and then all of a sudden come back you know, on it and say it's, it's not now. one time they, they had they've had to say it again that they are fine like hey look they they are they are you know very it's very nice that people will like to acquire them and and, and, mm-hmm. and they, they, they they feel uh blessed that like people feel that way about them but they're good they don't want to be acquired. And every time this gets brought up, people immediately go to Bungie. But when they go to Bungie, they're like, hey, Bungie said they were, they, you know, that if they weren't getting acquired, they never go into detail. Bungie, like Pete Parsons, that bastard. Um, um, Pete Parsons <laughs> said he was in, and he said it on Twitter in response to Microsoft. And did Microsoft acquire Bungie? No. They didn't, but Microsoft wanted to acquire Bungie, but that yes. burn rate was too high. And, and, and you, we don't know at what part, what in what stage, or whether it was the negotiations were over with Microsoft when Pete Parsons mm-hmm. said that. So when people go like, hey, like just because Bungie got acquired by somebody does not mean that like Pete Parsons was lying, at least not at this point, you know, he, he, he's definitely has lied on some things. He wasn't lying then, you know, so it's just, and all he said was no. He didn't say we're never going to be acquired. You- you can't come out and definitively say, but that's the thing, though. He yes, the, he definitely he, said he, no for Microsoft, and he was and he was right. No, no, he definitely said they know they're not looking to be acquired. It wasn't just Xbox. He said it. If you go look at that post, it was we are not looking to be acquired. 
if, if, if I need to find it, but if I recall correctly, I'll, I'll find it. There was an article saying that there, it was it they, they were in talks to be acquired by Microsoft, and then there was another tweet or something, and the P Parsons had a very short reply to that, which was like, "No, this or this isn't true" or something like that. So, uh, like, it's, it was about Microsoft. And then mm. that was also wasn't even the same year that they got acquired. That was like in 2021, and they got acquired by, by Sony. Yeah, they got acquired by Sony in 2022. So, it, it's just... Also, Bungie, as we as we found out now, after all of the stuff going going on, Bungie would have been in trouble of potentially shutting down if they didn't get acquired by Sony. Sega is not in that kind of dire straits. So, uh, okay, we, you just might lost, be right. we just lost Eric again. He had he had another uh, um, bad yeah, power surge. He said he said he's got a bad tropical storm um, over there right now. So, uh, just gonna, hey hey, don't don't worry about it, Eric. If you if if you can hear this, just uh, you don't don't you don't have to worry about trying to get back in if 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 it, things are really really bad over there. But uh, shout out to Eric. Appreciate him. Uh, by the way, he, Eric and Die Agent Deli, they're. Uh, their links are in the description if you want to hit them up on socials or on their their own channels all that stuff is in there shout out to him for joining us go, go ahead for yep. no 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 you said you 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 were absolutely you were actually right what you said um it was game rants that put out a set more signs pointing to microsoft acquiring bungie's uh destiny dev bungie and then pete parsons um quote tweeted it said nope <laughs> yeah so it's just like it's, it's about <laughs> Specifically Microsoft and 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 anytime in short, like if they really were in talks of being acquired by somebody, they're not going to publicly say anything. Cause they, yeah. if they if they said or even insinuated that it was going it could potentially happen, that changes, especially if you're a publicly traded company, it changes everything. Like people may buy or sell stock based upon that. And so you you, you kind of keep all that stuff close to the vest. Like we we didn't know anything about Activision until literally the day it happened. We didn't know anything true. about Bethesda Cinemax Media until the day it happened. We didn't know anything about Bungie until it happened. We won't know what's going on until it happens. But when you see these companies definitively come out and say, We don't we're not being acquired, then they're not they're not being acquired. At least not anytime soon. And Sega's doing great. They're, they're, they're doing very well they they don't need to be acquired and the most of the big publisher acquisitions we've seen it hasn't been because somebody dropped a, a a fat overwhelming bag that they just couldn't say no to it was because they were in a position that they needed to be acquired and so that's not Sega so can we let it go? Let it go. No, I was just singing. I was just singing. Let it go. You know, because you know, you said let it go. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else really to say about it? All right. Um, 
What what else we got here? Suicide Squad gameplay. Oh, Jesus Christ, bro! I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I I did a live stream, um, my last uh, live stream of Alan Wake, and and people in the chat were telling me, hey, Rocksteady just released new gameplay for Suicide Squad, and I watched it at the end of the live stream yesterday, and. Look, I was, if you recall, when, when they showed gameplay last year, I was one of the few mm-hmm. that was like, yeah, I still want to play this. I like the verticality of the combat. Yeah, I'm down for it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it was There were little things that I was kind of noticing that just had me kind of go just like, mm, like the first thing I kind of noticed was the environment looked really bad. You know, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, 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 I remember how people was comparing Gotham Knights in the way Gotham Knights looked visually to, to, um, uh, Arkham Knight and how like people were saying Arkham Knight looked better and it did, but I thought, still thought Gotham Knights looked really good. Like mm-hmm. I, I actually think Gotham Knights kind of a little underrated, it, but at least for me, because I played it on PC. I didn't have to play at 30 frames per second on console. But and, and I played at 4K at like eight, 80 to 100 frames per second. So I had I a great time. Gonna say eight, I thought you were going to say 8 frames. Holy crap. No, no. no. Come on now. You um, know you know better than that. But no, it, and this was after it was it was patched because at launch, it definitely didn't run like that. You know, people had a 4090 and it was running at less than 60 because it was so CPU bound. But it's not the point. The point is that like when I was looking at like uh, there was one part and I think it was it was I can't remember which characters one of them was kind of running up a wall or something or maybe scaling a wall like a, a, a the side of a building and I was just looking at like the textures on that building looked really bad I mean like not even last gen good it looked really bad and I'm just like all right look I, I acknowledge hey look this looks horrible but game's not out yet the game can look better like they they could be still like we all know you know that that well a lot of us know that near the end of game development is when they decide to really start to optimize the game and and and, and make things look visually better i mean spider-man 2 when they first showed it some people know that some really odd looking you know assets out in the world and get the actual game it did look better so there's a chance it looks way better. I think the character models look awesome, but it's just mm-hmm. like stuff around the world looks weird. Um, I think the humor's there. I think the story they're probably going to nail it. It's it's. I think I'm starting to kind of feel a little different about the combat, and I think it's because I don't really see any like different personality and how you got like all these four different suicide squad members and it almost seems as if they're they all kind of fight the same mm-hmm. like it's it's, it's it's i like the verticality but it's just like I, I don't know there's something there's something i can't quite put my finger on that i'm not really it just looks like, off like it yeah. looks good but it, it's like something about it just looks off like it it, the verticality looks good, but it kind of looks like it has a floaty type of gameplay to it. Yeah. And 
I think it's just a simple fact that they you really it's like you can show off just the overall I like your first trailer you show off the verticality of the game but I think they're just they're not really showing you anything else it's like they're just showing you it, it looks like a sandbox and it's like okay this game is taking place in a sandbox and a mm -hmm. lot of games do that but it's really nothing else really enticing you to think like okay well there's more to this game than just this and it could be but they're not marketing it that way they're marketing it kind of weird to the point where you're just like okay well what more does this game have to offer yeah. and i think that's kind of what it is on top of the fact that i just feel like every time you you see a person jumping and flying through the air and as good as it looks and how fun as it looks it just looks like it's a little like like no substance really there like you're just floaty floating for no reason i don't but you won't know that until you actually play the game but it just does they're not doing a good enough job in marketing it and showing you what the game else has to offer if you know what i mean yeah but um know, that game's never coming out either but it's supposed to come out early next year so <laughs> no no they 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 did the release date it's february 2nd which i think is oh, a good so release date i think that that's before um stuff like final fantasy 7 rebirth comes out so that people aren't like say i'm not i'm not playing this game because it's like it's 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 like so close to this other game that i'm definitely going to play um mm -hmm. that's enough time for people to if they were interested in this game play the game mm -hmm. if they want to just beat it and then move on they can beat it in this time that time frame you know you got like you know you got a few weeks Oh, and um you know it's it, it's it's definitely live service with a battle pass and everything so we understand you and i understand how that content rollout works i think i think that if if they nail it then a lot of people they, they could probably cultivate a community where people will be consistent with it i i, I just for me like i i like you know i play a lot of live service games but I don't yeah. stick with a lot of not live service games. No, you mean it's, just, you it's, it's, it's you impossible to, you know. So it's like you gotta kind of pick and choose which ones that you're really going to be in on, and, and not everyone does live service. So I think you have a very a large demographic, you know. So uh, that that's there, but you gotta kind of convince people to drop some other live service game that they're playing to play yours. I, and yeah. I'm, I'm curious on whether they can actually convince people to to do that with this one and i'm not i'm a little unsure so it's just so saturated i mean i mean how they got the knights do um i would think well i think review wise critically i don't think it did well um even though i thought the the, the combat was all right it wasn't as good as arkham's combat but it was good the story is probably the strongest part of it. The story was actually pretty underrated. Um, and I think they kind of nailed the world and everything. So uh, I would recommend, especially since Gotham Knights is like dirt cheap right now. I think, dirt, in, dirt I, think cheap. In, I think it's in, I think it's in, it's in like, Game Pass it's, too. Yeah, it's in Game Pass. Like, try it out. It's, it's it, you know, on PC. Well, oh, I own they, it they, on they still ain't PlayStation, got, so. They still ain't got performance. But, which also, I don't think this game on consoles is going to have a 60 FPS. And I, and I think that's the case because 
if, if you recall back when everyone was going in on Gotham Knights for trying to hide that it didn't have a performance mode, you know, yeah. even to within like a week of launch, um, there was a developer that was defending this game. And that developer didn't work for WB Montreal, which is the developer of this game. This guy worked for the sister studio, Rocksteady. Rocksteady. And I kind of figured then, if you really going this hard or on not a, a, a game on consoles not having 60 frames per second, or at least a, like a, a performance mode that attempts that, it, it just kind of mm-hmm. made me feel like Suicide Squad probably ain't gonna have that either. So I don't know. We'll have to see. But they're doing a. This was just. This is like a twenty-minute video. It was episode one. So they're going to be doing more of these little things that um, come out. And and so if you're interested in Suicide Squad from now to to February, they're going to be doing more little content drops, explaining aspects of the game. So you know we'll find out more information as uh, as it comes out. Anything else you want to say about this, man? Nah, man. Move on from that game. Nobody, that game don't deserve no what's name until it actually gets closer to coming out and they tell us more about it. But the verticality looks crazy in that game. Crazy. Yeah. Let's talk about the PlayStation Portal. And I and I and look. I, Let's talk about rude people first. <laughs> oh god, go ahead, man. Say, talk about say rude people. Say listen, piece, man. man. Listen, this I, this is coming from the retail side of it. Be respectful to the people that when you're calling looking for stuff, it doesn't hurt you to just say, "Hey, do you have such and such item? Hey, do you have a PlayStation Portal?" I I tell you, no, unfortunately, we sold out of it. You know, you can try calling these other stores and see if they got it, but unfortunately, we sold out. You know, you can say, oh, okay, yeah, thanks. You know, yeah, have a good day. Or just say, okay, thank you. And then you can hang up. Don't just hang up the phone on people because this happens a lot, but it irrit- for some reason, Slomo today, it irritated me so much. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there on the phone, tell the dude, I was like, oh, yeah, we're out of it. We sold out this morning. I'm waiting for him to, like, say something, like, ask a follow-up question, like, hey, do you know of any stores have it? Man, don't say anything. They say I hear the phone go click. And I'm like, wow. the hell? I was like, listen, man, I under like, dude, I understand that, you know, manners and stuff like that went out the window a long time ago. But it's like, come on, man. If you're if you if you're if you're a parent out there, you got kids, just you know, continue to keep teaching them manners. And if you don't got manners, try to de- develop some because the next time somebody does something like that, it's quick for us to tell a person like you know, nah, man, you be, people give us the crap where we, they act like we don't want to help them when that's not the case. Cause it's our job to help them, but you can at least be courteous in the aspect of like, Hey, thanks for um, looking that up for me. Or thanks for doing this instead of just, Oh, do you, Hey, how much does this game trade in for $2 click? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so irritating, go ahead with your, go ahead. I used to work in retail and you know and forte I'm pretty sure you understand what I'm about to say showing a little uh courtesy and and being a nice at least appear to be a nice person when you're talking to someone and you're asking them if they have something um that uh that you're looking for can go a long way um, yeah 
Forte could have for that person that just hung up the phone after they heard they didn't that his, his store didn't have anymore. What if you know the very next thing Forte was going to say was, "Let me go look up what other stores have some," or I know that the store two towns away has one. If you want to, you know, go make that drive. I can have them hold it for you. You just hanging up the phone immediately potentially lost you an opportunity of getting that device. And that look, I've seen it when I used to work retail and and, and I have I feel no incentive to help you. Right. <laughs> yeah, whatsoever. Not much of a dick. I have no incentive to help you out. Now with the device, it came out what sometime this week, right? Came out, I, I, it came I mean, out it came out on Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, a lot of people who ordered them online are getting them in and I've seen I've seen a fair number of reviews because you know I love like devices little devices and stuff I think I'm kind of done with handhelds and period so I didn't pre-order this because I don't play on my PlayStation often enough to justify the purchase and and I mean with me personally like like I had a Steam Deck sold it I had a Logitech G Cloud took it back after two days um I do have a backbone. I do have, have a Razer Kishi, but the, they never get used. I, I just don't use this stuff, right? And I mm-hmm. and if I ever go on vacation and think like, oh, look, I have a, a, a Switch OLED. My wife bought me one, and it's just, it's there. You know, I, I, like tomorrow RPG, I'm getting it tomorrow. I'm going to play it on it. But 99% of the time when I play my Switch, I'm playing with it docked with an actual controller in my hand because I hate those trash Joy-Cons. I'm not a handheld dude. Even though I do think that even though it looks funny, that it's actual dual sense, like port, like it, I think that's the, the, it looks like it would feel better than actual handhelds feel. Right. Because whenever I play, I have big hands, I'm 6'4". Whenever I play on hand, my hands cramp up. And, my, and I'm old, and it's like, it's kind of like, it, it hurts my hands after not even a very long period of time. But this looks like that wouldn't be the case at all with with, uh, with, with that. So, I, I, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what's up. Um, did you get a chance to use it at all? I did. It's very comfortable. It's literally a dual set split in half. It literally feels that way. It does feel awkward holding it in your hand. It does take a second to get used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ergonomics feel amazing on it. It feels great. The screen looks good. Um, I think it's a really, really good and uh, capable device. I just wish it was more than just a streaming device, which a lot uh-huh. of people wish, wish it was. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that kind of I'm not even going to say it really irritates me, but I just think that a lot of the the people that are talking about that want to buy something like this, like they use the reason they want to buy it is because instead of just saying like, listen, you're a tech head, you're a tech head, you're going to buy it. I'm a tech head. I'm not buying it because I just don't see the value because I have a like slow-mo. Do you have a game room? You have a game room, right? You have a room that you actually have your games in, right? Well, I mean, my stuff is in my office, so I guess I guess my that's office. That's, yeah. Your office yeah. is yeah, your office is your game room. Yeah. So it's not like you have to give up your TV. I mean, and, and this isn't for everybody because there are people that share TVs with other family members and stuff, and that's where their consoles and stuff is. But you don't have to. You don't have to give up your gaming TV or TV to play games, do you? 
No. And that's why this isn't for you because you don't, that's why you don't use your Kishi. That's why you don't use your backbone because guess what? If you want to play your game, you're just going to play right there on your TV. And yeah. and that's where, and, and that's and, where and most now, people, if I go on vacation, I'm just going to bring my laptop with me and I'm, I'm going to connect the GeForce now and use a controller. Like I still wouldn't use the hand, <laughs> handheld. I just, I, I, I got no use for it, but that, that, that's me. They're, definitely people out there that can see a use for it and and and, and say you yeah, know there's a multiple use. reasons why you know yeah, I, there's I a use saw, for people i actually saw delhi who who uh you know had to leave early but uh, i saw delhi talking on 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 twitter earlier today about you know what what, what he's going to use his for and it, it's fine now when it comes to performance so you say you used it how did it perform when you used it it worked fine. I used it. We had really good Wi-Fi where I was at, so uh, it was very negligible when it came to like you know input latency and stuff. I don't think it was really any issues at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty. If you ever check out, if you you know if you want to get a really good uh, like from somebody in the community, check out BGs because BG did a really good job. I think I'm just yeah, just showing yeah, just showing like just the latency in general of it, and it was pretty much that. You know, if you if you if you probably if you hook it up to your your editing software and went frame by frame and you had them both in the screen, you will probably see the latency like a couple milliseconds, but nothing that your TV doesn't already give you. So, and especially if you're not looking at them right side by side, you're really not going to notice it at all. But my only thing is what is it going to be when you're not on your home or some amazing Wi-Fi, which 90% of us are not going to be when you're outside of your house. Cause everybody's, everybody's thing that I saw on this was either at their house. I didn't see really people at their jobs with it because most jobs don't have like amazing Wi-Fi, at least the Wi-Fi that you can get access to for free. And they allow you to just use, you know, is always that, that dumbed down version of Wi-Fi that you say, oh, this is get the job done for your job, unless you work somewhere like, you know, like IT or something like a lot of people do. Maybe they got way better internet, but that's my biggest thing. How does it perform when you're out and about? I haven't got a chance to see that and test it yet, but the thing, but for what I saw when it comes to just the ability to have it in your house, walking around your house, it's a better version of what the Wii U was. The Wii U, as long as you are in your house, close proximity, 30 feet away from your system, it was great. But that was a wire, a hardwired situation where you didn't have to worry because it was native to the system. This is something you could just walk around your house with and literally get the same benefit. So I think that's a great thing about it. But what is it going to be like if you leave your house? And that's the thing that no one really knows the answer to yet. Yeah. Um, I think, um, again, I haven't used it, but based upon seeing, um, multiple people, uh, I saw like a multitude of people who showed their performance and showed that it looked pretty good. Latency was pretty low, excuse me. And they were enjoying themselves. And then Mm -hmm. I saw videos where you know it was pretty much unplayable for some people and i have seen some people saying theirs is like restarting every every like 30 seconds which you know it's the first week some sometimes things um 
have software or firmware issues that need to get you know straightened out with a with a with a firmware update. So that's that's going to happen. Um, I do see for anyone who's interested in it or has it or, or or plans on getting it. It seems like what you need to make sure you're doing is that you need to have make sure that your PS5 is Ethernet connected to your to uh, your yes. router. Don't be you on Wi-Fi. Make sure you don't be on Wi-Fi. You need to also make sure that you have uh, um, good Wi-Fi. You know, you, 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 if you're using your ISP's router, that's not necessarily a deal breaker, but you need to have good internet. You don't you need to have any kind of trash internet. And you also... I think that was really about it from what I saw it seemed to be what the differences were between people who were um, playing, ha- using it and and enjoying the experience and the people who weren't. Um, so do I think this is a th- I still don't think this is worth $200 though. And, and, and even though it, I am a guy I'm talking to you right now through with Sony end zones on <laughs> that I spent $200 that cost $200 on, on. <laughs> but look I I'm an earbuds but that's whore. something you're going to get a benefit of anytime you want to like when it comes to you can use them on your PC. You can use them when you're out in the bottle and hooked up to your phone because they got Bluetooth. Well, not, I'm not, I, these, these actually don't work that great on, on phones. Oh, they don't? A lot of the reviews. The, 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 uh, see, the end zones are different than the Pulse ones. The Pulse, I think it's called oh, Pulse Oh, the Sense. Pulse, those are the so, ones yeah. for the PlayStation 5. Right, and the all those these are very high quality, and they're the only gaming earbuds I've ever had that I could actually play games with, and they work great. Um, I do believe the Sony Pulse ones that they're coming out with, which also has a much better case. Because the case with these, this, this one's kind of like cheap feeling. Um, this the actual Pulse ones, and not the end zone ones, has uh, has more features, and it's not out yet, but. From what I, from we'll, we'll see how it works with phones, but this one ain't that great with phones. Regardless of that, I play, I use this on my my PC. It has a dongle, as Def Floyd in the chat said, and they're great. But I'm an earbud whore, you know. Like I have the Samsung Galaxy Galaxy uh, Pro Plus as well. Two hundred dollar earbuds. I have. I barely use them. Cause I don't have a Samsung phone no more. I, I I had them connected to my work phone that I barely use. I have I have the uh, um, um, Apple AirPod threes. I I have I I I'm look I I got like two other Sony Ear AirPods for my phones. That's that's why I bought these. So it's like really what kind of like when it comes to value, it's always subjective. Because there'll be right. people who look at me and be like, look at what these these do. And it's like, mm, you spent $200 on those. I don't think that's worth it. And that's fine. You know, um, like John Wolf talking about G Cloud. I spent about $300 on the G Cloud. And I took it back because I was like, one, the experience wasn't that great. It's all, uh, all cloud device. Two, I was looking at like, I'm already bored with this. I'm not going to use this thing. And three, I didn't think that for me, that was worth $300. 
If it was right. 150 or 200, then maybe I would like get an all cloud device, but probably not. It's <laughs> still probably not. If someone gave it to me, I'd probably say thanks, and it'll, it would just be in a box somewhere. So it's, it's all about what you are going to use it for and whether you actually use it. And I do think it's a ton of people who just, they get stuff and, and they just get stuff. They don't really, <laughs> they don't really go or aren't going to really use it. And, and they just buy new tech because it's new tech. But um, I think, kind of, I still, still think it kind of sucks that all you have is a, um, a 3.5 millimeter jack. Without that, you need to have something like the Sony end zones or the Pulse the pulses or uh, the pulse brands in order to connect um um sound and i think it's connecting to your playstation if i recall correctly so you probably want to make sure that you're in close proximity to your playstation if you're going to be using those so that that i think that's kind of kind of whack but i mean anything else you want to add to this no that 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 thing is it's not a waste of money but it's definitely not in my opinion it's not worth the 200 dollars. it's like it's it's a good what it's a hundred dollars away from it being a standalone unit Mm -hmm. and i just feel like there's so many different options out there for people to get that same experience if they wanted to either a backbone or a kishi or something like that and i I, i'm not gonna not playstation for doing because they have their own they have their own piece of equipment, their own accessory that pairs very well with the PlayStation. But I think they did it better with the Vita because the Vita could do the same exact thing and it was a standalone system. But I think the biggest thing is this kind of just brings to light that PlayStation doesn't really want to ever develop for handhelds anymore. Right. They right. barely and- that's that's the thing that kind of tells that's what this tells me. They don't want to ever develop for handhelds again. Yeah, and and look, it, 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 you get a device like this. Maybe it'd be like a little bit bigger, or a little bit thicker. But if you made it the actual like standalone device that could play PlayStation Five games, you know, in in a, in a limited way, you know, because battery life would be a big issue if it's playing natively off of your your device, or you know, uh, it, it's not doing like I think this can do four K, right? Yes, it can. Yeah. So if you had like an actual standalone device that was actually running natively, you're not doing 4K because right. you, you're, you're not streaming it from your PS5. You're running it natively. You're going to be more in line with your ROG allies and your Lenovo Go's and the, the new Steam Deck OLED that just came out. And you're, you're now you're talking like at the most 1080p resolution and and you're 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 playing around with your voltages to see how you can run with uh well you know what with your frame rate and whatnot okay john wolf says it, it it it's 1080p okay all right that's fine um but i think if they were going to like this is like a like a, a half measure i think mm-hmm. people just would have preferred a standalone device that play right. their PlayStation games and, and could also, you know, just have PS Remote Play installed on there and allowed you to just, you know, stream directly from your PS5, but you could also just play it native. Uh, uh, and, 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 and that would be, you know, what you would do um, when you're playing like a single player game 
and you're away from your house you know like it, it would give it more more versatility and more value that way but it is what it is um again uh, it wouldn't be anything that i get but uh we'll see how it goes it, I, I think a lot of stuff sells great initially because there's always that first wave of people who were excited about it and they were they were you know they were head over heels going to get it regardless and so it's selling out now is great we'll see how it does in a month you know a mm -hmm. month or two we'll see we'll see what happens if it's still selling great if it's like christmas time and 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 you're getting you're still getting phone calls from rude bastards it's just like hey you got that PS portal. Let and me you're ask like, you no, this. No, and they just hang up. Then like, you know, then it's probably definitely going to be a success for Sony. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Do you think between PS PlayStation accessories, do mm -hmm. you think that there's more people that would be interested in a, um, a, um, a handheld like this one? Or do you think it'd be more people interested in VR? I'm gonna say the handheld than VR. I think VR I think is still very. There are people who just won't ever give VR a shot. I gave it a shot. It's not for me, but I think there's some people who just won't give VR a shot unless VR becomes something that that is like you see in Black Mirror. You know, mm -hmm. like the TV show Black Mirror, where you put like a little something like the size of a pebble on your temple, and your eyes go white. And you're like transported <laughs> you know it's, it's some science fiction stuff or you put on some sunglasses and it's just sunglasses everything's in the sun you put the sunglasses on and boom you're in another world you're in in the resident evil world you're playing resident evil just like when when, when vr gets there that's when people it'll get mass adopted by people i i, I think you're telling somebody to put something on their head and I think there are some people who are down for that and there, there's some people who will never be down for that but how many people are going to buy this thing and think that it's more than what it actually is I think a good number probably because you know you know how casuals are they just they they see something and they look oh that's that's a that's a dual sense with a screen and they think you know they, they don't do further research they'll pick it up and you know some of them will be like see how limited it is and they can depending on what they were going to use it for they may determine that whether to keep it not or to take it back but i think that's, that all comes down to also sony like you need to be, be making sure that you are properly marketing it so that people know exactly what they're getting you know right I agree, hundred percent. I mean, even but look, well, in this commercial, you know, look, it says you know your play your play PlayStation Five games over home Wi-Fi, like that's kind of like big on the screen in the commercial. It's it's letting you know what this is used for, you know. So definitely doing that. You're right. All right. Anything else you want to say before we get up out of here, man? Nope. Nope, that was a great show. Um, shout out to B Money. I mean, B Money, Eric Jackson. Shout out to um, um, Agent Deli, the homie coming through and chilling with us. And um, hope to do it again with them very soon. Yep. Um, you want to do channel member topics? You, I said channel member topics. What I was about to say about? topics. What are you talking yeah. about? Channel members, channel members. Yeah, Child yeah, we channel can do members. It. All right, you ready? Yeah, pull them eyes up now. I 
usually have this remembered remember remembered like that's a word memorized mm -hmm. i should say switch accounts go uh actually have a, shout out to the people in the chat really appreciate you guys coming through you guys have always been super supportive of us me and slow-mo and uh, that definitely does not go unappreciated but when it comes to channel members we have under members there they are shout out to ftw shout out to jay the platinum kraken shout out to uh black card shout out to neil s erotimus true serum brat basement radio rk podcast Stardust Cicero, ramon terrell um you know trevor Burson, uh mm -hmm. Corey hill slow-mo backslap dj oris and that guy smitty really appreciate you guys you guys are awesome and um really appreciate all the love and support yeah um for me uh on my side of things i got j uh zero three eight seven erotimus donnell brown enrique hargishini troop sir trevor bird song homie one kenobi game and forte corey hill and star cicero and that guy smitty so again as forte said we appreciate you guys supporting us um you guys are awesome and 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 we, we want to make sure that you guys uh, know that we appreciate the support that you give us. We're going to get a body here. Um, Forte, uh, you'll be hosting the, the show next week. Um, yep. Let everyone know what you got going on uh, in between then. Oh, man, just playing games, jump back in the remnant with the homies when we get, um, when Luca got the time. We're going to do that. Um, definitely. Oh, we're working on some new stuff for the channel. I'll talk to Slim about that later. But working on some stuff for the channel that you should be seeing in the next about the next month by the end of this year. Uh, I'm not going to make any promises before then because the holidays are crazy and who knows what how much time I'll actually have to do it. But starting next year, trying to do some um, new stuff on the channel for everybody. But uh, outside of that, just playing games and having fun with your family and getting my dog to stop peeing on himself when he gets excited. So that's that's my goal for the next week basically but other than that <laughs> other than that just normal stuff <laughs> all right um for me i'm gonna give you guys at least one more alan wake stream okay just like, like this whole that's because you really like it no i don't no i've been doing this poll at the end and in the pool, like, and I'm just like, do y'all want to see this again? And then and, and everyone just hits yes because they know they torturing me. So I'm not doing that no more. You're getting one more stream. And after that, I'll make the decision whether I'm, I'm actually beat the game or not, which I doubt I will. So, you know, it is what it is. See, 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 see FCW with the, with the, the laughing because he knows because that, that's what he's doing. That's all they're doing is just trying to make me trying to make me angry. And it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not down for it. Um anyway um but yeah there's that and then um um there's, there's a couple of videos in the, in the in the tuck that i still need to finish um but um i did i had a really good video with the first descendant um that came out so of course if like if if nexon um makes uh any more announcements any more news or anything like that about the first descendant expect the video from me out about that informing you guys uh last video did really well and so i appreciate everybody who checked it out thank you and uh i think that's it we're gonna get up out of here mm -hmm. so if uh let me just go say bye bye
Peace out, y'all. <laughs> Enjoy your games, and we'll see you next week.